Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen T. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC located at facebook.com backslash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, as well as at Stay Classy Meats at stayclassymeats.com, where you can use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. This show talks about NBA and covers all topics from all 30 teams in the league and includes guests from experts from all over the world. Make sure you're downloading us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and more. Be sure to join in on the fun over at WideMenCan'tJump.com as well as on our Facebook group, Wide Men Can't Jump, and follow us on Twitter, at Wide Jump. Now, let's go to the flagship program of this Wide Men Radio Network. Here's Wide Men Can't Jump. Yes, yes, we're back again. We are back yet again. And we're here to talk all things sports. We've got some basketball to get to. We're going to talk about the TBT. We're going to talk about Village Idiots. And there's a couple of them that are really making plays uh, to see who's the biggest village idiot. But we'll dive all into that and so much more during this episode of Wide Men Can Jump. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me, as always, from the great country of Canada, from the province, that states to us normal people, but the province of Alberta, from way up north, the Great White North, up the road to peace, if you want to bring it up that way. The man, the myth, Tim Dombro. You take it on the run, Nathan. Because that's yes, the way yes, you I want do. it, Nathan. And I don't want you around. Well, you could be any female ever singing that to me, because <laughs> none of them want me around. <laughs> oh, I apologize for stirring up any um, bad flashbacks, my high. friend. Bad flashbacks. <laughs> PTSD, do you? Yes. In the day, in the day, <laughs> but no, apologies. Any. Anyway, yeah, I can't, yeah enough, I can't. enough of that because we can all tell stories. But anyhow, uh, yeah, we could. What's up down south of the border besides? Things we're not going to talk about. <laughs> uh, you know, normal day for most Bobby, people in America. Uh, I saw the COVID is alive and well in your country. Uh, yes, 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 it I is. Quite, I was quite proud. Uh, we, we, we've been uh, trying to get rid of it up here. We're down to, uh, today we had a measly, uh, I believe it was uh, 320 cases uh, countrywide, so... Uh, you you guys just keep it and you have a good time with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh it's been a thing here for a while. So we'll have to uh all that to, uh, social distancing is really paying off for you guys. Yes, can't you tell? Uh, but 
Yeah, uh, it, it get, you know we're kind of at a place where it is what it is, but you know we we press on here in the United States, and some people are just taking everything and saying, "Nah, who cares?" Others are looking at it and saying, "Ah," and they're they're still going to the beach, but you know how it goes. Well, you know, it's it, tying it into the whole sports thing because that's what we do after all. It is. I saw I saw yesterday that the esteemed Dr. Fauci. I, 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 it's no wonder people are confused. Now I'm confused. I mean, he came out and said that baseball should really get, if they're going to play a season at all, they really need to wrap it up in the summertime before, you know, uh, before the weather starts to change. He immediately thereafter says, but football is fine. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> Fauci not like baseball or <laughs> like a normal social distancing kind of thing, like as is. I, I mean, don't know. And, and how are, how are, how is football any better off? Like I, I'm not understanding. This seems to be a problem. I don't know. And because it's and well, it's filtered it, into the players as we're going to start to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And let's go ahead and dive into that. Ezekiel Elliott has tested positive uh, for the coronavirus. And I don't know. It's it's been and, a, a and, terrible and situation. Several, and several other players, but nobody seems to be saying um, uh, who or how many from the Texans and from the Cowboys. Yeah, as I understand it. Yeah, I believe you're correct there in that. Um, there. I haven't heard much from the Cowboys front. It just seems like they're just kind of saying, oh, well, you know, um, and, oh, and, and moving from just, there. Uh, breaking news, uh, Denver Broncos safety cream Jackson has also tested positive. Well, there you go. More and more are starting to show up now. Um, you know, I've seen quite a few pop up. Ezekiel Elliott, of course, was the the big one there. We, we've seen more and more and – I just I don't know. It's it's one of those it's one of those things, especially with football. Do the players testing positive necessarily hurt what you're trying to do, or do you just kind of have to take it as business as usual and just keep going? That's really the the ultimate question: is do I I see it? They test positive. Now what? Do how do we how do we move forward here? Well, I guess you you I mean. Player gets quarantined, obviously. Obviously. And and then everybody else gets tested to see if anybody else has got it, I guess. And you move on. I, I assume it would be not unlike what you would get if it was a you know a grocery store or a restaurant or any other type of business. You would shut down for the day and make sure everything is a okay and then get going again. Because I mean, are you gonna? I, it's not going away. I mean, if they're waiting for, like, everybody to be peachy keen and there's no cases anywhere, that's not happening. So at some point we got to wrap our minds around the idea that there's going to be the odd case pop-up. That's just the way it is. Yeah. And, I don't, yeah. and I don't know from that point as far as, Again, as we had talked about last week a little bit, I don't know where the liability and insurance and all of this kind of stuff and lawsuits and blah, 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 I, I don't know. 
and I don't know. Yeah, that anybody we, we kind of talked about this yesterday. Let, let's kind of dive a little. I, I've heard other people talk about this. Uh, a lot of people are are now starting to. I guess they're trying to protect their own ass is one way to put it. Uh, they're having people sign waivers saying, you know, if I caught this, uh, I can't sue you. And again, I don't know how you can actually sue someone for catching the coronavirus when you yourself went out in public. Uh, I just don't know how that's going to work. Well, I'm, I'm inside of the workplace. Okay. If they're like, all right, for basketball, because that's when we know a little bit more about so they go to Orlando and they're in the bubble and the NBA and the Players Association and whoever else, they're, they're doing everything within a reasonable means to keep everybody safe. So I'm not sure how you could show liability there really any more than you could for if you went to work and caught a cold and had to miss work for a week. You know, you can't sue your employer for that, or at least I don't think you can, but I could be, I mean, who knows? Well, again, I mean, you, you, but how can you prove lawsuit, where you so. caught it? Well, How that can would you be prove the next where you got it. You you can't. You couldn't prove that that uh, you didn't already have. Well, depending on what the protocols are, if they're testing everybody before they go inside the bubble. Well, but who's to say that? You know, I I don't know. Like you sue again if everybody's clean when they come inside the bubble and they don't leave the bubble, then there shouldn't ever that should never be a worry, right? That shouldn't be a problem. But I'm I'm saying is. With the with football, let's just look at football for example. Basketball's kind of got a you know plan. If we do football the way we, that's been talked about, and there's not really a lot of changing when it comes to football, because I don't know if, if people are thinking like I'm thinking here, where a lot of people are on late, and it's just like oh we'll be back to normal come fall. No, I I think normal until we have a vaccine, normal is over. There, there's no more normal. This is our new normal. Uh, the overly te- safe way of doing things is, is the way we do things now. And again, and I'm not saying there's anything right or wrong with that. I'm just saying that's the fact that we're, that's the reality. But it seems like everybody's just thinking that football is just going to be football and business as usual. And I don't think that's going to be the case. I think you're going to see some changes in football, whereas you know basketball is kind of prepared for it. And we're going to talk a little more about basketball uh, later, but basketball's kind of prepared for it. Football, I don't know. Like, if you let these fans go into the stadium and they're there and they catch, you know, the coronavirus or, or something, they may attempt to sue the team. The only problem is you can't prove to me that you caught it there. I mean, you could have caught it walking into the building. You could have caught it getting out of your car or, you know, when you went to get gas on your way to the game or when you were eating in, uh, somewhere, you just don't know. You you literally, it's a virus. You cannot see it in person You ha- with the naked eye. It's under a microscope. It's the only way you're going to see it. And there's no way to tell where you got it, who you got it from, or what. Even if you go minimal places, you still can't prove to anyone, this is where I got it. No, I, 100% I don't. Fact. I don't think – I'm not sure that the NFL has ever said anything about their fans actually being at games. I think well, that's just people – Again. People, are, people have assumed that, and they're wrong. It's not Again, happening. I don't think that they have to because I don't think there will be a lot of fans there, truthfully. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't believe that the health people in the government is, is going to let it happen. I, I can't see it. 
I, I don't see it either. That's it's kind of one of those. I mean, we're we're into what we're basically half we're halfway through June. Um, there is no end in sight yet in the United States, despite what politicians and or COVID deniers or whatever you want to call them, what they may say. The vaccine is nowhere near, despite what people may think or read. It, it's not happening anytime soon. It certainly isn't happening by October. Um, no. Unless something really flies out of left field. But um, I just, at the very least, you might see a stadium of, you know, okay, that thing holds 60,000. We're going to let 5,000 people in here and we're going to space them apart or something crazy like that. Yeah, I mean, I if you even get that. But I don't even know how that really works. So, and to be honest, like you said, I'm going to guess lawyers are probably telling them, you know, it's just easier to not let anybody in here. Well, I'm going to bring up something here, Tim, that I never thought that that would kind of coincide here. And and that's pro wrestling. I think pro wrestling is going to be a measuring stick for what's going on in the world right now, because I believe pro wrestling has handled this kind of the best way that anyone could at first they went with no fans none whatsoever you're out of your mind if you think we're letting people in here ain't gonna happen and that was a good way to go then they slowly let their trainees and people of that nature move in and kind of had a crowd there kind of you know just to give a little noise and and AEW's done the same thing they've they've had their their stars there in in the audience and, and they've allowed things like that to happen um, but WWE just recently had a positive test and they had to halt ha- tapings on Tuesday, you know, whatever they were doing there, but they're back up and going today. So they've obviously, they've got a bubble. They've isolated who it was, uh, isolated those who may have came in contact and they're just continuing business as usual. Um, they're not allowing outside fans in. They're allowing fans of, I don't want to call them scab fans. Does that make sense? Where it's they're fans, but they're not. They're they're like actors. They're like the paid. They're like the paid people in the studio audience. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's a it's a crowd. They will make noise, but they're not there. They didn't spend their own money to go there. They're being placed there, which is fine. Which is I'm totally okay with in this situation. Could maybe the NBA? Could the NFL? Could some people from you need the noise from the crowd? Maybe. I mean, it does it help? Sure. Well, but if you can't have you it, a, and and then go ahead, go ahead. I'll give you a a, a, a real life situation for that. The soccer started today. Okay. The English, okay, and yes. the the uh, they piped in fake sound. Well, see, WWE it, did that Sunday night in the greatest wrestling drove, match, and I didn't mind it. No, oh, it drove people nuts. They said there's nothing stupider than you've got the roar of the crowd and the places, and you can clearly see in the soccer. That's not wrestling, where they can kind of not really show you the crowd, sort of. But, you know, any kind of shots in the soccer game, you're going to see the stadium, and it's empty, and it looks, they said it was just totally um, a mind mess. Nobody liked it, and they all complained. Uh, Soccer well, did I mean, not get that, off. There's an easy fix for that. Very easy fix. Don't do it. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, let's be honest. I mean, football, from a viewing point of view, basketball, maybe not quite so much because there's so much scoring compared to most other sports. Um, there is a certain thing, you know, if the crowd is, you know, a team is behind, the crowd is a little bit quiet. Somebody makes a big play and they, they you know, they perk up a bit. Somebody does something spectacular. They go crazy. They score. Oh, we're right back in it. And then the crowd picks back up. And you notice that at home when you're watching. I mean, it's going to be weird to see, well, in any of the sports. I mean, soccer doesn't have a lot of scoring. So you don't miss those moments quite as much. But, I mean, can you imagine watching basketball and, I don't know, LeBron cuts through the paint and slams one home and there's crickets? Like, it's going to be weird for a bit until we get used to watching it. But I'd rather see that than nothing, but that's me. Yeah. I mean, the, my biggest thing is going to be with basketball is the shoes, the squeaky shoes. And I'm just like, ugh, that noise drives me crazy. Okay, from well, being in a, a lot of empty high school gyms and calling yeah. basketball games. I mean, we've all, the squeaky we've all shoe news, sh- shoe, the squeaky shoe noise, easy for me to say, will drive you up a wall. So, is there a way for them to run mics and deaden that sound out of the mix or try to eliminate it out of the mix as much as they can so that you can barely <laughs> Well, hear you it? could mic the players, but I don't recommend that. <laughs> I don't no, think no, that's going to fly no, on network I, TV. I, no, I just mean that like the, the normal miking that they would use and you hear the squeaky shoes. Is there a way to run that through some kind of computer or something where it filters out that range of sound and would you don't be, hear it? Would it be a terrible idea, and this is just me, would it be a terrible idea to, to play music the whole time the game's going on? And have mm. music as the background? Like, I don't you know. have your announcer, you have your announcers, you have... Uh, them, of course, there when you're layering the mix. And for anybody that's never dealt in in terms of trying to layer mixes, uh, you know, if you, if you got somebody that knows what they're doing, this can be done. But layer in the the mix of the commentators over top, and then behind it, instead of just having the noise of guys running up and down the court, you have it anyway. It's a live game. So you know, you have you know music playing. Happen? What you know what you know what'll happen though? What in this land of complainers that we live in these days, 42 people, well, how come they had to play that song? These people weren't represented. That style of music wasn't represented. What if I got to do to hear this guy? Blah, blah, well, blah. You, you I mean, I don't happen. care if you play. I don't care if you play. I don't care what you play. Me neither, I mean, but you know there are people out oh, there you're who will. You're not wrong. The Twitter versus play the, the NBA 2K soundtrack. With, play the NBA 2K soundtrack mix. I mean, that's that's what that game is for. You've already got a license. Why then, it, then, it, then it'll be, how come they played the mix from 2020? How come they didn't use the 2018 one? The 2014 one was far superior. I like the artists better. Blah, blah, blah. Well, that's know. just something. You know, we'll have to call whoever that is a ambulance and uh, get them, take them to Burger King, get you them a know, Whamburger and French fries. Unfortunately, we are... But no, you're right, of, you're right. Yeah, I mean, some of the things that, that people are complaining about right now without getting into any of it are very justified and I have no issue with. Then we've always had 
that 1% of people who just go looking for shit to be outraged about. And that'd be, that's an easy mark. Uh, I don't know what they do. Uh, we've talked about, you know, how do they keep the sounds from a, from a timeout or if they're going to talk about what they're going to do, what are they going to do for players who, I mean, guys can try a little harder not to use bad language and stuff, but it's going <laughs> to happen. happen. But not it's going to happen. happen. Yeah, you're going to hear. Yeah, you're, <laughs> they talked about it in hockey, and the guy says, "Well, why don't you just stitch our mouth shut?" It's already, you know, we're already pretty limited to what we can say. Now you're going to tell us we can't swear either, or call a guy a dumbass in in harsher terms. But you know that we can't say any of that stuff. What do you want? Just everybody to skate around like a mummy? I mean that. To me, that's kind of a part of the game. I like trash talk as long as it's not, uh, you know, within the confines of, this might sound stupid, of good taste, but still trash talk, if that makes sense. Um, as I said, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to fly by the seat of their pants for the first couple of games to see. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they're going to get a little help, honestly. They're going to get a little help, and that is going to come in the form of the TBT which we will talk about here in just a couple of minutes. But first, before we do, we want to take a second and thank our wonderful sponsors, the law offices of Stephen P. New, newlawoffice.com. The great Stephen P. New, who I'm hoping we can get on the show here soon and talk about legalities in terms of sports, in terms of wrestling and other things. We're hoping to get Steve on here soon. Maybe we'll get him on next week and the week after uh, busy man, you know, he's a busy guy. So we'll we'll try and see what we can do. But newlawoffice.com, let's hear some more from Stephen P. New. Personal injury, product liability, workplace accident, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New, answers to your legal questions. Stay Classy Meats is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to stayclassymeats.com and use the promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order. That's right, if you head to stayclassymeats.com, you can save 10% on your order with promo code WIDEMEN, but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Make sure you get over to stayclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at stayclassymeats.com. They are high-quality meat that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality product out there, Stay Classy Meat is for you. Again, head to stayclassymeats.com right now. 
Thanks again to the wonderful people at Stay Classy Meats, stayclassymeats.com. Check them out. Some great stuff over there, and I highly recommend it. You should get there. And uh, speaking of getting there, the TBT, the round of 24, begins Independence Day weekend in America, July 4th for the rest of you non-American holiday people. The TBT, man, looking forward to it. You know what they did? You know what they did, Tim? uh, That's better known as Saturday for the rest of us. Yes, that's Saturday for the rest of you losers, uh, July 4th. Listen to one of the games. Here's one of the games. You ready for this? You ready for this? Have you heard about this? Heard that alumni from the Marshall University alumni team in the first round will be taking on the 10-seeded Best Virginia, the West Virginia okay, alumni. Uh, now, have they made sure that they've removed all rocks and stones from anywhere near this event? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that there's going to be some shit slung during that affair. But we'll we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the top eight seeded teams got buys. The Carmen's Crew or Carmen's Crew is the one seed. That's Ohio State alumni, Red Scare, the Dayton alumni got the eight seed. The Golden Eagles, which is the Marquette alumni, the four seed, <laughs> Urbanland Drive. You know it's night that the Oklahoma State Cowboys have yet to be named the racists. We're, we're not going to do that. Uh, the Urbanland Drive, the five seed, Bayheim's Army, Syracuse alumni got the three seed. Oh, stupid. The man. Challenge ALF team, or excuse me, Challenge ALS team is the sixth seed. The money team is the seventh seed, and overseas the lead is the two seed. Uh, I just shared – I did just share the bracket at Wide Men Can't Jump on Twitter. Follow us at Wide Jump. I'm really really loving the name of the Marshall team. Heard that? Uh, I like that. That's good. It's pretty cool, actually. That's good. I got to be honest. It's better than Best Virginia. Ah. I mean, I'm, I don't mind the West Virginia Mountaineers. I'm okay with them, but I, I heard that is better. I'll be, I'll be pulling for Marshall, even though they're probably not going to win that. But well, have, have we seen it? Well, have we seen any lineups for this? Uh... Uh, I'm actually trying to look right now. Uh, the overseas elite team are actually four-time TBT champions. I don't really recognize any of the players though, uh, right off the top of my head. Uh, I'm still kind of scrolling through here i know i'm gonna i'm gonna know some of the uh i'll probably know some of the guys on the heard that in the best virginia team i'll uh i'll see what i can find for you guys now, on that, uh, but, uh, can can we is this can you bet on this thing you know i'm sure you could out of sheer uh, curiosity because i don't see why you couldn't i mean i i haven't I been just, on i haven't checked it out you want to do a little research there yeah, I'm, I'm just looking up the, the teams right now first to see if there's a if there's a list of who's actually on these teams or what's going on here. But, yeah, I'm kind of trying to look that up myself. Uh, all right, so we're a very well prepared podcast. Can you, oh, okay, here we go. I did find some. Uh, oh wow, this best Virginia team is good. <laughs> uh, Nathan. Nathan Adrian, who many of you will remember, uh, probably the probably a top five Mountaineer player of all time without injury uh, would be in the NBA. Deshaun Butler, 
John Flowers, Jonathan Holton, Kevin Jones, another guy that played in the NBA, Daxter Miles, uh, Jay Sean Page, Tariq Phillip, Jawan Staten. Man, that's that's a solid ball club right there for Best Virginia. That that's well, a team that can do though. something. But let's not forget now that you're we're also you're thinking about these guys when they played and who knows. Well, that's true. That's true. What they are what they are now. I mean, who who's to say? I mean, I, I don't know. Oh my boy, it. I didn't know this. Here's the herd of that roster. Uh, Ott Elmore, John Elmore, and friend of the show, Stevie Browning, will be on yeah. the uh, – I'm going to have to holler at Stevie, see if we can get him on the show. We've got a couple of uh, – yeah, no, I, I recognize some of them. I mean, they, got a, they don't have a bad team either. They got some – They really don't. They got some decent uh, – they got some decent names there. They're, they're not going to yeah, be a pushover. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. They yeah, so that's, the, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I wonder, and okay, now the next question will be, of course, this will never be on my TV. I'll never get to see this up here, but, because it's probably on, well, I don't know what it is, even if, is it televised? Well, ESPN, obviously, but um, I wonder if that's going to be on TV or not up here. Um, let me, I'm not sure, honestly, uh, TBT, uh, especially, see, I, I mean, normally, actually... Normally it probably wouldn't be, but with everything that's going on, there there won't be anything going on. So you'd think they'd have it on television. But I was actually going to go to these to these games because they were going to have some of their opening round games in Charleston. I was actually getting about to buy tickets. Uh, I mean, once all not, this hit. I mean, if nothing else, you want to see when the games are over and they do that bracket thing, like uh, where they copy the uh, great uh, movie, The Karate Kid. Uh, where they uh, they have the big bracket and they move your name over when you win. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of awesome. So I mean, I'm all about um, that. So. I don't know where they'll be on television. It looks like T. Is it TNT? Well, it could. Uh, uh, hold on. I mean, me... it's sponsored. That's sponsored by ESPN. So why do, you wouldn't think? Why wouldn't they put it on television? I mean. You would think, I mean, with nothing going on, I mean, geez. TBT announced the schedule. Um, We got the schedule here. I know it was on, it was definitely on uh, last year on on television. I just don't know where. I mean, they have the brackets there for the the selection show was uh, the other day, I believe. Yeah. and it all it's got is uh, it's got the ESPN logo on it, but I don't see anything else. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to. Yeah. We'll definitely check it out and and see what we can find out. Because I'm the, finding the, yeah, the brackets the are easy to find. The, the they're all was uh, was live on Twitter and Facebook. It hmm. wasn't on television. Yeah, that's a selection show though. I mean, well, I'm just saying though. So that, like. You mean I would have thought with there being such a lack of anything to show. Okay, here we go. Know. Found it. All times are Eastern time. All games will be played in Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio, and all games televised via the ESPN family of networks. So it will hmm. be on the ESPN brand, I guess you could say. So let's see. Like Not to be a Debbie Downer or anything, but how is uh... – How's Ohio doing in the? Uh, are they? I honestly, I, I I avoid Ohio like the plague most of the time. 
<laughs> Especially for well, their drivers. Okay. Well, I mean, they've got cases, but they're they're not in the even in the top ten in the states, so they're not doing too bad. They're about twentieth. They had four hundred cases today, so they're not doing too bad relative to. And I don't know about the city of Columbus because I'm too lazy to look that up. But yeah. All right. Well, I mean, the TBT though, that could be something where we kind of the NBA can kind of. Can kind of learn what they want or what they don't want in well, their, were, you know, their presentation. Smart, yeah, if they were smart, the NBA would have said, "Here, TBT, here's a million dollars. We'd like you to try this during this game. Try this." Oh, that didn't work. Yeah, and they, and they could easily do that if they want. Yeah, to. we won't. We won't do that uh, or up the prize money for the winners or something. I don't know. There's there's ways to test things out, and, and of course, I mean, you know, using you, the. Could you put? How about this idea? What if you put some fans under each uh, social distancing rules adhered to under at each at the end of each court, you know, underneath the basket, separate them so that even if you only got 40 or 50 of them there, but they're rowdy as hell and you mic them. Maybe put it on a delay in case somebody says something nasty, but so you get some and, and basically, you know, not plants, but almost, you know, we want you to talk it up, be boisterous, be loud. Talk some, talk some smack. Uh, I think it would be great. They'll never do it, but they should. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that would be pretty cool. But I don't know. It, the TBT is exciting. It's something I'm very, very much looking forward to. Uh, I can't wait for it. And I'm really hoping that uh, we we get this get this going well, and get get excited for some sports, this man. This just in. This just in, Nate. Uh, NBA playoffs to be played in socks. There you go. The new Nike sock. <laughs> that does solve a problem we were talking Available about. Available at, uh, at local uh, sports stores. Uh, $172 a pair for those Nike socks. And you know what? They're very expensive. <laughs> and you know what? People will run to the store and buy them in a hurry. <laughs> You're gonna. You know everybody has. Everybody has to. You get to keep your your uh, your basketball shoes on, but you have to pull this protective cover over top of them so that they don't squeak. <laughs> we just don't want the squeak. That, that, that's all we're trying to avoid here is the squeak. That's all we want to miss. Nobody. Uh, hey, maybe. Okay, I've got. I've got it now, man. I figured it out. Now we we both dislike flopping immensely. We so do. In so in that vein, uh, no more wood floors. The game is played on concrete, so there's no squeaky shoes, and this discourages very much flopping. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not wrong, really. <laughs> Well, no. Okay, is there a surface like? Okay, let's let's examine the squeaky shoe theory. All right, so it's the wood on on the soles of the shoes. Is there a surface that they could play on that isn't any harder than than wood that would get away from the squeak? Probably. I, I don't know. I mean, it, probably, but you don't probably want to go through all that. You'd rather just deal with the squeak. I mean, <laughs> well, I did. That would just Blame make more shot. sense. <laughs> no, screw that. Everybody goes barefoot. Like, like Good the pun, the, then, like you, the then, then you'll have an athlete's foot ringworm uh, thing running wild. Oh, you know that the first if everybody played barefoot, the first thing somebody would do would stub somebody's toe on purpose. It would happen oh, in the first. It would happen in the first minute of a game. 
Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. It's true. I mean, Dr- Dr- Draymond Green would be out there just. Draymond Green. Good goose. Lord. He'd be out there goose stepping on guys' feet. Because <laughs> I can't say that other word yeah, if you do the math there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, the TBT coming up. Hope everybody uh, tunes in and. A lot of great, a lot of great teams there. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, 2014 tournament should be fun, and I hope Tim, I hope you get to watch it. I know I'm going to try and see as many uh, games as I can. Are they going to let Kyrie Irving play in that TBT? <laughs> you're you're trying to lead me where 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 I'm already headed anyway. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we talked at the top of the show about the Village Idiot, and uh, we got two nominees for the Village Idiot. Uh, Kyrie Irving is one of those. Um, he, oh God, he's a moron in my opinion. Uh, Kyrie Irving, apparently this was reported June 16th. He proposed in a group chat with Nets players that they should start their own league. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, this 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 coming from the vice president of the players' association, who just finished voting to approve all of the things they've come up with, utterly unbelievable. Uh, I I don't, I just don't understand what he's thinking. Oh God, the only people that apparently want to go with him are Kevin Durant, just so he can get another ring. Uh, but <laughs> hey, oh. Well, everybody's. I mean, Kyrie's taking a lot of heat because and he should. He should. Everybody is, of course, is you know the 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 narrative being that well, he's doesn't have to worry about it much, so he's being a jerk about it. But if his team was in a better position, he might not be saying much. So I don't know. It seems pretty dumb to me. Well, and don't forget. This is the same guy that said the earth was flat. Well, or, I mean, if if his argument, and I don't want to go down this road because we try not to talk about these things. If his argument has anything to do with the current political situation in the United States and North America and the world pretty much at this point, um, I, I'm willing to hear that argument. But you're going to have to make a good one. And he hasn't done that. So... You know, to just, well, you know, I don't know if it's safe, blah, blah, blah. Well, then why did you well, vote he, for it? It, it almost seems this? like, here, here's my, been my theory with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, it seems, has been one guy who has, ever since this came out, he doesn't want to go back. He's just like, eh, why, why go back? No, no sense in going back. And he almost seems determined to not go play. And I don't know if that's because he has no real opportunity to win a championship right now. Because let's be honest here, the Brooklyn Nets, you know, Kevin Durant has already came out and said his season is over. He's not coming back. Kyrie Irving with not a whole lot of help has proved to be more of a detriment than what the Nets thought he would be. They probably should have just stuck with D'Angelo Russell, but we're happy in Minnesota to have him. Thank you guys. Um, But, they're a seven seed. They're probably not going to go any higher than that. Probably a first round out, depending on how things go. But we'll we'll have to wait and see. Is this just Irving trying to call it an early season, maybe? Did, or is he really 
trying to instigate something here, and he wants to start his own league. And I'm like, w- w- why? What are you going to do? How are you going to compete with the- that? Would be like, it would be like a, a group of uh, even with people that were like the look at the XFL, and I thought the XFL did a nice job this time around. They still failed, still failed. And it's because, look, if you're not the NBA, they kind of have a monopoly on it. They're the biggest game in town. People know it. It's known. It's a franchise name. It's it's a name that people know. And I just don't think you're going to change that. And I don't understand what he's thinking, what he's doing. I don't know. It just seems kind of dumb to me. I mean, what what's your thoughts? Well, I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, Kyrie's just – I'm just trying to find – I read on Twitter today another uh, – I want to say, I can't remember his name, but he's retired and he's on ESPN. Ken, Kendrick Perkins, is that right? Yeah, here's here's a quote from Kendrick Perkins. I, I have yeah, I mean, he, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he went after him. So here's a quote from Kendrick Perkins: Kyrie Irving, right now, you are the distraction. You are the distractor. It's crazy to me because you come out and you do something simply without talking to President Chris Paul or consulting with Michelle Roberts. Let's set out without a plan. It makes no sense, and I totally disagree. That's a quote from Kendrick Perkins. Well, yeah, I mean, his his argument was, you know, okay, if you if you want to sit out um, for the reason I mentioned earlier, and okay, so and like Austin Rivers said, apparently Austin Rivers has apparently uh, came out and said that he he wants to play as well, and here's a. A coalition of NBA players that included Kyrie Irving, apparently Avery Bradley was in on this and more. They're wanting to, they're talking about pursuing it. Here's what Kyrie Irving said. As an oppressed community, we are going on 500 plus years of being systematically targeted, used for our IP slash talent, which is intellectual property, and also still being killed by the very people that are supposed to protect us and serve us. We've had enough. We will not accept racial injustices that continue to be ignored in our communities. We will not be kept in the dark when it comes to our health and well-being. And we will not ignore the financial motivations, expectations that have prevented us historically from making some decisions. So Kyrie Irving's kind of using a mix of everything that's going on right now. And uh, Stephen A. Smith compared what Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard are doing to rioting and destroying their own communities. So there, there's people on both sides, and they're making points. And here's a quote from Ed Davis. It's easy for Kyrie to say that he'll give everything back for social reform, but would he really give everything back? It's easy for Dwight Howard to say that we don't need to play when he's in Atlanta in his $20 million mansion. So there's a comment from a player yeah, who's maybe not super well-known. That's always the problem with it is – don't dispute the initial reaction and all right, do things need to be different? Okay. No issue there. So your response as a player is I'm going to sit at home. Okay. Um, And then what? Well, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's kind of what everyone is saying. They're saying, okay, what is sitting at home going to do? I mean, okay, you, you, you have deprived 
a lot of the very people you're trying to help. And I know I can hear the argument as well. Yeah, about Tim, you're part of the problem. Well, no, because to me, the two things are you go and play and you use that platform to uh, properly use that platform to uh, further whatever your agenda is in regards to whatever your problem is. Um, I mean, there's guys there. I mean, like not everybody's. I mean, how many, I mean, I don't know, but how much money has Kyrie Irving made in his career? You know, he doesn't need to go back. You know, no, I mean, Kyrie money, Irving could quit now. He's good. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard doesn't need another paycheck. I mean, he's fine. Yeah, uh, I mean, and, and it's different when you're able to do that. Whereas some um, of these guys in the NBA, while well paid, they probably could use some more paychecks. Kyrie Irving's net worth. Uh, according to this is $43.3 million. Okay. So now I'm not saying he should give up all his money or anything else. Cause I don't believe in that theory either. I never, I, I don't, I don't think he should, should give up his money, but and Dwight yeah. Howard is actually Dwight Howard has a net worth of $140 million. So there's but that. He, but I mean, if you're going to talk, if that's your reason for not playing, all right, so what what exactly is it that you're doing? Okay, you're telling me you don't want to play because I need to do something to make things better. Okay, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. So then why aren't you playing? And just leave it up to the rest of us to, to fix this thing. I, I don't know. To me, it just sounds like a lot of sour grapes on his part. And I hate to I say know. it, but I'm, I'm going to say it. And if I get into trouble, I don't care because I live in Canada. So, bleh. Um, I feel that he is at least partially hijacking that to further some other cause, which I cannot quite understand. Like, has he got? Is there some kind of power trip going on in the in the players' association? Maybe. If there is, I haven't heard about it. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know where it's he's just, coming from with this. I mean, if he was upset about it, why didn't he say when this all this started? When they were still talking about it all, why wasn't he against it? Then, like, why now all of a sudden? I don't know. It just seems like the narrative changed when what was going on in the culture changed. And, again, I'm not saying that he's not – I think Kyrie Irving, is he's got his heart in the right place. I really do. I really think that he honestly believes that he is, is making this statement for a good cause. But I think he's got his head up his ass. And and what people don't realize, and I know this is going to sound really stupid, but what people don't realize right now is the world needs something. We need something to take our minds off of what's going on in the world right now, whether it be, you know, everything that's going on in America, whether it be this virus, whether it be, you know, social reform, whether it be something. And I'm not saying that that's not important because all those issues are incredibly important and we all have our stances and we're all going to, you know, stand by our beliefs and, and you have your beliefs and everyone has their beliefs. That's fine. But we need sports. And here's why I say we need sports. We need sports to distract us from the con. It's good to be informed and it's good to be, you know, up on things, and it's good to know what's going on. But we need sports to let our minds rest, to let our to let our to, to have some joy in our lives. Because right now, Tim, let's be honest here, 
a lot of people in this world have no joy in their life, especially since uh, sports have been taken away. The a lot comment, of people. Yes, and I, and I see we do have a call, and I know who that is. And, and hang in there with us while I make this point. Please, Jeff. I do say that we we have we have a conversation that is at the water cooler right now about, did you see, and again, I don't like to get into politics, but I think this is the point where I'm going to have to. We have people at the water cooler talk at work are saying, did you see about this young black, this, this black guy that got murdered by the cops? Or did you see this group uh, destroy this town? Did you see this happen? That's, that's the talk at work. That's the water cooler talk. That's the lunchtime talk. We need to change that small talk from, and again, I'm not saying don't be informed. You should know the issues, but we need to change some of that water cooler talk back to, hey, did you see the, did you see so-and-so drop 25 last night in that ball game? Hey, what do you think of that dunk last night? Man, I thought the Lakers had him, or man, I thought the Celtics had him. We need to change that. We need to get back to that, not just because, you know, society needs a better voice. We need – our minds need to rest. And, that, and that's that's my two cents. Well, and the flip side would be that people would say we need to be having those discussions at the water cooler. Well, of course, and, I mean, we need to have those and, discussions too. I'm I not know. saying don't just, have those discussions. I'm just saying that the argument will be made from less informed people that that's part of the problem. And if that we bring back sports, come back, it'll put all that on the back burner. And they're well, of them are afraid of that happening. So well, of course. Well, that's just my two cents. But speaking of two cents, the man of two cents, ladies and gentlemen, it's Jeff. He's back. What's up? Good to have you back. Missed you last week. Well, sorry, couldn't make it last week, but uh it's been a couple of long Wednesdays, but uh I heard you guys discussing a little bit about the you need, you need some uh, distractions, and I'm all for that. You know, I'm really disturbed at uh, Major League Baseball right now, something I enjoy watching over the summer. I know you don't, Nathan, but some of us do. And, uh, well, you know, we were actually well, going to get into that here in just a they, second. Let's, although, let's dive into it. Go ahead. But they have – there was some recent developments there where the head of the union has met with Mr. Manfred, and they've pulled back on their pro – rated salary thing. So there's movement in baseball. Baseball might make it yet. Well, is uh is is Manfred the same guy that did uh Blinded by the Light? Was that him? That's Manfred. There, my friend. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, baseball we we're talking about village idiots. Kyrie Irving I think is one of you can enjoy that joke tonight, Tim. You're welcome. Yeah. Um <laughs> Blinded by the light. Revved up uh, like a a deuce, another motor <laughs> a in deuce. the night. One of the most misspoken lyrics in the history of music. But anyway, fun fact, fun fact. A uh, little um, little side note story. Since this coming weekend is Father's Day, um, my dad told me a story. You know, miss you, dad. Um, rest in peace. But uh, my dad told me a story one time about how he actually met. The band Manfred Mann uh, and his and his Earth Band, and I said, "How did you meet them?" And he told me their bass player was dating a girl from uh, Bogus. Will get a kick out of this one, Gilbert, West Virginia. If you've ever heard of Gilbert, Steve News sold stomping grounds. 
uh, knew he dated a girl from Gilbert, and apparently they all had dinner one day. And my dad told me Manfred Mann was, you know, the I believe he was the keyboard player, wasn't he, Tim? Manfred was? I don't know. I think he was. But he was apparently, he his mind was blown by coal mining. He had no clue, he had no idea how people could go underground and mine coal like people did here in, you know, our state. And that's it, he met them. They were all great guys and, you know, blinded by the light and all that. So, anyway... Little side note story there. Sorry, I'm little little West Virginia tale from for Bogus. Anyway, baseball, baseball. Uh, Jeff, what have you heard, Tim? What have you heard, baseball wise? Because I'm not really up well, to date just, right now. Well, I'm just saying the the, the uh, Manfred met with the Tony Clark, who is the head of the uh, Players Association or the union, for better lack of a better term. Baseball has proposed a 60 game season with fully prorated salaries, which was a big contention spot. Um, some type of expanded playoffs, but uh, the tag on that is that uh, the players' association has got to. This is it. Uh, you got to waive all your grievances, and we got to get going. So, hopefully, if you're a baseball fan, you're going to see something in the next day or two, or it sounds like it's done. So, the owners budged though for everybody who was kind of, and that was us, I guess. We were all sort of on the players' side. The, the the owners have budged a little bit, so let's see what happens. I mean, it's almost July. I mean, uh, no, they're running out of time. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, anybody have for frozen about. baseball? They yeah, they could have done this a month ago, and yet they was trying to, you know, see who I mean, they got in a pissing contest, and, uh, and you know, you could have had an eighty game season instead of a sixty. So I don't know, well, and I think that they might. I mean. Anybody, any team that gets hot, like at the end, I mean, it's a, it's up for grabs this year if they do what they're say like a sixteen team playoff or whatever it is. So that should be interesting. I hope they get something done. Well, it's kind of disgraceful quote, right now. Yeah, the quote is that uh, there can only really be two outcomes at this point: either the owners give in, which isn't I don't think is going to happen. Or they end the season and then all bets are off going forward for next year and a new bargaining agreement, and then baseball's really in big trouble. Because if they if they botch the season this year and then don't have anything done for next year, or there's a strike or something like that, good lord. Well, I did see some breaking news uh, earlier that baseball wise is kind of uh kind of something that I didn't know if I'd ever see in my life, but it's happened. Uh pending MLB agreement reportedly includes a designated hitter in the National League for the twenty twenty and twenty twenty one season. Then there will be the new CBA, which will almost certainly include it. So the NL looks like now no more be a DH league. Uh, Thoughts? I knew that they were going to do that eventually, but um, I kind of like it how it's set up. I think it makes makes it a little bit more interesting. I mean, the DH, okay, sure, you traditionally get a power hitter in that spot who either strikes out or hits home run nine times out of ten. I understand why they did it, but it does take away a lot of the – uh, chess piece play of baseball when there's a pitcher batting. 
and they don't, uh, you know, if you if most pitchers can hit, so it usually means a bunt or uh, sack, you know, sack infield sacrifice or something of that nature. Will we pitch around him? Do we, you know, do we pull the pitcher out because we he's coming up to bat? You know, and we got we got a rally going and all these kinds of things that you don't see in the American League. Uh, there's good and bad, but I guess they should both be the same, really. And you know, the DH is not going anywhere, so I guess it's about time they switch to it. Even though I'm not a fan, but. I like the DH. I, it, I, I always like more it money, because, no, I always thought the DH made it. You know, it got you that. Um, it gets you that guy who in the lineup who can still swing the bat. And baseball, you know, they're talking about they need more offense. There's not as many hits. You know, not enough action. Got to speed the game up. I think a DH will do that. I really I mean, do. The player, I think a DH is going to help. The Players Association should be for it because it pretty much guarantees another however many teams are in the national league that don't have one. And it's usually a position that, you know, cause you don't have to play in the field. Yeah. As long as you can still hit, you can, you can be there. Right. <laughs> look at, you look know. at big poppy made a career. Out. Yeah. Well, I know. I mean, and there, I mean, that is a place where a guy who's maybe doesn't have an arm or was never a great fielder to start with can still, can still get a pretty big paycheck and stay in the league. So Did you hear that guys? I've got a chance to get back in the league. <laughs> big Nate. I was a pretty mean little hitter now. I, hey, I batted third slot when I played <laughs> back in the day. I pegged you for a catcher, Nate. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> second either base. That or, either that or right field. I played a little right field early on, but I'm uh, second base was actually my uh, position. Second base, <laughs> right field is where bad little leaguers go to die. Yeah, it, it, they really are. <laughs> you know, we had a little league coach who who he, he he had a strategy. Every year when it came to pick new guys to uh, to be on his team, he always picked the left-handers. Every left-handed player in the league was on his little league team. <laughs> they were. If only they'd had some. If only they would have had talent. They would have I mean, really been dominant. For a lot of young kids, it's hard to pitch to lefties. Well, they had they had at least three or four lefties on their team because, you know, in, in this small area, that's not a lot. But he would always try to make the left-handers the pitchers. That was his strategy. And he would make them the Ooh. pitchers or, you know, so I don't know. But anyway, mm-hmm. baseball, the you know, the commissioner kind of came out – with egg on his face before today's update after saying at the draft, there will be baseball this year. It's 100% happening. We're going to have baseball. And then he comes out uh, a couple of days later, and he's like, I don't know if we're going to have a season or not, and we're far apart. And the whole world just started mocking him. And I don't know. It just seems like baseball, they can't make up their mind what they want to do at this point. Um, and again, like we're going to get basketball, we are going to get basketball back before baseball even gets going. And by the time baseball gets going, like when are they going to finish? Are they going to be playing in December? Like, is it going to be snowing you know, at some of the ballparks? Said, we've we've discussed the last couple of weeks. Baseball has m- made a horrific mess out of this whole thing. They should have Absolutely. been back. They should have been. They should have been ten or fifteen games into the schedule already, and they're not. Or however many, how many? I mean, they should have been playing three weeks ago. So, I don't the know MVP doing, of but. the quarantine is NASCAR, as far as I'm concerned. 
Uh, well, at least I think that, the product back out there. <laughs> that's what I mean. They're putting people out there. There's a product on TV. People are tuning in. I've watched more races this year than I have in the past I mean, five the, years uh, combined. The uh, golf, golf is back. Tur- the golf tournament was a huge rating success. It did extremely well. Way better than I thought, apparently. So, take note, big I mean, well, Jeff, sports. what do you think on that? The golf and... I mean, what do you think, Jeff? Golf, NASCAR? I know you're you're a fan of both. Yeah, I mean, I've had. I mean, I enjoyed the. I watched both of them the other day, so uh, that's actually a pretty good um, golf tournament uh, to come back on. I mean, there was several big names were up there, and it was pretty tight at the top. And golf, golf doesn't suffer either. The lack of fans doesn't hurt golf at all. In my opinion, to watch it on TV is pretty much. Not really much different. No, it's not. And golf is, you know, I, I've always, I never understood why people say golf is boring. Because to me, golf is exciting. Because if you watch it on TV, it's const, there's, they're constantly showing you something. I don't know. Never understood the golf is boring argument. Mm-hmm. I mean, not well, all people don't like that idea. Just, yeah, they don't like watching somebody hit a ball far and. But, I mean, I think it's pretty awesome to be able to those guys get the ball so close to the hole. Like, I mean, it's unreal what some of them do. It's almost like, you know, playing darts with a club. So, yeah. That's the way I, would. I mean, uh, golf did a .3 share for uh, 3 million viewers on Sunday afternoon. And NASCAR was not far behind. In fact, the last hour of the NASCAR pulled a point three and 2.8 million on Fox. That's pretty good. I mean, those are short of 60 minutes in the news, which everybody's watching at this time. Those are the top-rated shows on television. So, which wouldn't normally be the case, I don't think. Yeah, and NASCAR's actually suffered a little bit because they had a rain delay. If I'm not, they had to. That was a Sunday, they, wasn't yeah. it? They had a rain delay. Yeah, it was they, pretty late. It seems like every week, or weekend, or every race, they've had some kind of uh, rain delay. They've had some bad luck with that. But uh, the the racing uh, was, you know, it was it wasn't it was it was kind of good. I don't know how to. To me, I, I mean, everybody was so well, that was a boring race. You had uh, same guy, but it was. Just fun watching those guys. I mean, that, that the last race that you have to drive the high line basically at the end. They got a rim ride against the wall almost, and uh, Chase Elliott was catching Hamlin, but he just ran out of time and he hit the wall trying to. But anyways, I mean, well, it's, it is what it racing, is. NASCAR racing, and people. A lot of people don't realize it. They're like, oh, it's just guys driving in a circle. It's a chess match, really. There's a lot of, of chess play going in, and. I can understand viewers tuning out with Larry McReynolds on the call. Good God almighty, NASCAR. I'm starting a petition to get Larry McReynolds off TV. Son of a bitch. No, no, I no. can't none take this, it with that guy. None of this canceling stuff. Just stop it. I didn't try to cancel him. I just want him off TV. Yeah, you're trying to cancel him. You quit. I got to agree with that. <laughs> I, don't I want... can't get the NBC fast enough. I'm not saying he's not bad. Don't get me wrong. He's bad. I'm just saying let the let the let the people, you know, get get rid of him the proper way is all I'm saying. Why catch him with cocaine and hookers? That's right. Don't be going through his Twitter <laughs> to see if he said anything bad in the last ten years. Just, oh, I'm not doing that. I just 
you know, if they caught him with co- the only problem is if they catch him with cocaine and hookers, he might actually they might give him a raise in NASCAR. It's just you know, get him the uh, get the old hotel room with the two way mirror and the camera and do what you got to do. <laughs> get the Marv Albert situation going on there. <laughs> but, oh, and for uh, the record, uh, Manfred Mann was in fact the keyboard player, and uh, for for and to and to and to meld us into the trivia. Uh, for 10 points, what was Manfred Mann's real name? He'll never get in this. Jeez. I don't know. Spotted it Man- Dick? It was Manfred Manfred Lubowitz. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah. I didn't know. Okay. I, always thought he was, I always thought he was British, but he was born in South Africa. So I, there you I go. thought There's he was British, of, too, actually. There, so there you go. There's a little bit of, uh, little bit of trivia there for... All the big Manfred Man fans. So many of them. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so many of them. Uh, the Manfred Jeff. Man listen fans. To, I mean, it's got Jeff is speechless after talking about Manfred Man. I mean, listen to that. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Now, uh, I wish you could play that soundbite from a couple weeks back. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I haven't went back and got that yet. Damn it! Because <laughs> that would have been perfect. <laughs> oh god, it would have been. Uh, uh, let, I got some more news here for. Captain. I <laughs> uh, got a little news here from the NBA. Here's some of the things, by the way, that uh, you know we may have for the for the folks that haven't heard. Let's go ahead and throw this out there. A uh, little update here. This is a short, according to Shams on uh, on Twitter. NBA players have been notified. Any player who chooses not to play in the resumed 2019-2020 season must notify the team by June 24th. Compensation would be reduced by and this this take a listen take a listen to this number. How they're going to reduce compensation would re- be reduced by one. Slash ninety two point six for each game missed. How the hell did they come up with that? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I said, where the hell that come from? One ninety second of a percent. I, I I, one over ninety two point six for each game missed. Yeah, well that would be one. You know, one over four is a quarter, and eight, all that stuff. So that would be one ninety seconds. I reckon that that has to have been come up with by a team of lawyers and accountants. Obviously, it had to be. Well, there there's multiple. No offense to Mister New. (laughs) There are NBA teams. NBA has sent the teams a visual of the court and workout arrangements in Orlando. They've got the uh, athletic center, the field house, the arena. So they're they're fully decked out there. Uh, and you can check those out on Wideman Can't Jump on Twitter. Former NBA executive, oh, this this one was pretty cool. Uh, former NBA executive Brian Colangelo has purchased an ownership stake, 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 and will assume an ad advisory role with the Elora Hawks of Australia's no. Nas- no. National Basketball what, League. What are the uh, what is the Elora Hawks claim to fame, Nate? Do you know? Isn't that the team that had um, Lamelo Ball? That is correct, sir. Ha! 
who supposedly had bought the team, according to yeah, the press, but, man, obvious, man. but obviously not. A couple other things. Uh, NBA will create an anonymous hotline to report potential violations of the protocols in Orlando. So congratulations, Orlando. You're going to have a phone call to snitch. <laughs> City of rats. They're going to be renamed. <laughs> well, that is where the wrestling takes place. Uh, NBA protocol for positive coronavirus test results. They enter immediate isolation and separate location, the isolation housing. They retest to confirm a positive and then exit isolation after consecutive negative tests and return to activities. Per NBA health and safety protocols for the return, all players, team staff, and guests will be required to certify in writing. They will adhere to all pre-arrival rules and league rules while on campus. Failure to comply with protocol subjects players to potential discipline. They could get a warning, fine, suspension, or be removed. Also, the this NBA referees, the NBA referees yeah. will not be forced to wear masks, and the NBA will have two rows on the bench. Players, coaches will be in the first row. No mask required, but recommended that coaches wear masks. Second row, other players and coaches, and they all must wear masks at all times unless the player is active. Okay, got that out of the way. Go ahead, gentlemen. I think they should probably. I think I found a use for those guys in Seattle. They should use them to barricade up the uh, Disneyland thing there. That'd probably work, eh? It might help. Jeff, any well, thoughts either. on those rules, regulations, well, or you well, for them against them? I think that's what. Is that what Kyrie and then was complaining about? They didn't like the. Well, they don't like being no. able to leave. That was the initial beef, but now he's kind of shifted it to more that it's the political stuff that's been going on. It's more his thing that he doesn't. They, they're worried that if the basketball starts back up, that's going to put the movement on the back burner, and they're not sure if they want to be a part of that or not, from what I understand. Well, Kyrie Irving has every right to sit at home and have his salary reduced mm-hmm. by one and ninety-two point six tenths. Or some shit. That makes Anybody can figure out. Because, by that crazy theory, math. that means that means they they must to lose all your salary. You would have to miss ninety two games, which they aren't playing. I, I yeah. So <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I got no I'm answer bit, for you. Yeah, I'm a little bit mystified by that, but I got to find that. Somebody's got. I got no here. answer. I got no answer for that. I. I there's a statistician somewhere out there that knows exactly why, but he ain't on here. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm excited for basketball to come back, but I don't know why the players are taking this. Uh, I don't know. I just want – I want my basketball back, damn it. It's been too long. Well, as uh, as Kendrick said there, uh, you've had three months to sit at home and play with your face. It was kind of to the point, though. You know, you've had three months to sit at home and talk to your wife and play with your kids and do the family thing and all that stuff. The league is getting is ready to play. That is your job, whether you want to look at it that way or not. You are hired to do – you have a contract to do this thing for this place, and they're ready to do it, so let's get back at it. And if you don't want to be a part of it, then fine, then sit at home, but let's, you know, quit stirring the mud up. Let's just get back with it so things can start to get back to normal. Yeah. A little Are bit. they uh, going straight to the, bas- or the playoffs? 
No, they are starting back with, I believe it was 24 teams or 22 teams. Yeah, there's some kind of a play-in thing. There's going to be like a play-in where teams will play for position and then uh, they will go into the playoffs from there. Not 100% sure how they're going to do it, but that's that's what they've come up with. Basically kind of serves as a mini training camp, I guess, really. Yeah. Yeah, so. they're they're so we'll wait and see. Potential last game is the end of October, uh, or the middle of October, and then two days after what would be a potential game seven of the NBA Finals will be the draft. I mean, they still uh, and, haven't come up with a starting date yet. So until that happens, I, I have a feeling it's going to be around Christmas if I had to put money on it. A starting? That's just date? me. For next season. No, for this season. Have they even picked a oh. date when they're going to start doing all this? Oh, oh I don't. I, I don't think. So. I, no, I don't. But I don't think they have, have they? July thirty first. I thought. I don't know. I thought it was July thirty first, but you could be right. Knows what yeah. I know. That's what anyway. I thought. You could be right. I, I don't remember ever seeing it anywhere. But you, but you, you, it's quite. Ladies possible. and gentlemen, the co-host of a basketball show. <laughs> New York who? <laughs> I don't know. You talk about this LeBron fellow all the time. I what about what's what's the story with him? Hey, let, let's bring this up real quick. Kind of a, a member berries thing here. Way back machine. Twenty six years ago today, June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four. Anybody remember what happened? Uh, was it the OJ chase? You had the OJ Simpson police chase. Arnold Palmer played his final U.S. Open. The U.S. hosted its first World Cup. The Rockets and the Knicks played Game 5 of the 94 NBA Finals. The Rangers held the Stanley Cup Parade. And Ken Griffey Jr. tied the most homers before June 30th. Oh, you remember? Oh, yeah, I remember. On the same day. It's unreal. All that transpired. And really, what the saddest part was, no one gave a crap about the records are most of it. Yeah, yeah most just, of it. Yeah. Uh, NBC was talking about. And you two uh, were OJ neither Simpson. of you were old enough to even barely remember it. So. Yeah, oh, I remember. Yeah, uh, without full disclosure, I'm not. I'm, I mean, Nate couldn't remember much about it. You're not old enough. I was four. I was four. It was. Uh, it was probably the. I guess besides cops, it was probably the first. You know. Uh, Oh, you might remember the OJ. You might remember the OJ thing because that was everywhere. I meant the rest of it. Nobody, you guys aren't even old enough to remember it, even if you because even if you've seen it, probably the OJ thing kind of sticks in a guy's head because that was crazy. Well, Jeff's but, a little bit older than me, so you know. Well, okay, yeah. well, yeah, okay, well, ten years older than you. Pretty close. Well, close. close. Well, I don't know. So, and I'm not. I'm trying to. I'm anyway, thirty. I remember, so, uh, I remember the. I mean, I remember okay, the well, NBA finals more. that year. Uh, the Knicks won Game Five. Uh, Mark Messier, Brian Leach won the uh, MVP of the Family Cup. Uh, well, there you go. Griffey, Griffey hit his uh, homer off Dave Cohn. I remember it all. <laughs> Don't question Jeff, Tim. I will question Jeff all fucking day long if I want to. <laughs> well. Doesn't mean I'm going to be right. I'm back still questioning them. We're going to take a quick T.O. here. Not Terrell Owens. We're taking a timeout. And when we come back, we got a new trivia challenge 
Jeff, myself, Tim, we're all going to talk about it. We're going to do our trivia challenge coming up here in just a minute. But first, let's bring in our good friends from Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check them out. They got all kinds of new stuff. You don't want to miss it. Don't miss out on all the action and all the stuff they can bring right to your door. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop funkos, vintage video game systems, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say, Oh my God! Currently, they run on Facebook, and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing. Assemble. And head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Are you tired of the same old average everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to StripCamFun.com. On StripCamFun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over at StripCamFun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. If you get there right now, you'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. And you can take advantage of the good times being had on StripCamFun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over. Because StripCamFun.com is not just for everyone. Must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. Strip Cam Fun. Be sure to visit right now. It's stripcamfun.com where you can strip on camp and have some fun. Thanks to all our wonderful sponsors here on the show Atomic Comics Collectibles LLC, Strip Cam Fun, Stay Classy Meats, and NewLawOffice.com. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks to all of our new listeners on Spotify. Checking it out the other day, and I uh, really do appreciate all you guys. Tuning in over four. on Spotify. Four of them, eh? Uh, no, more than that. Oh, well, we got to talk then, because I spent money. Five? <laughs> five? Oh, that's, I'm kidding, that's, I'm kidding. That's setting new records left and right. All right, so that's what five. we're going to do here is there is some... There, there, There's some questions here for Jeff and Tim that, that I have come up with. And thanks to my good friends at TriviaQuestionsNow.com. For their help, we're going to talk a little bit sports trivia here. Now, normally what we do is we try to make it a challenge between the two guys. Tonight, we're going to kind of let them work as a team. And I got tired I'm going to, of losing. Let's yeah, Tim got tired is. of losing, so you know because he's a Canadian loser. They always come in second unless it involves moose or hockey. So health, we're going to let healthcare. Well, good healthcare. Um, valid <laughs> and poutine, but. Don't forget, don't forget wages. Canada's wages. amazing. Canada's number one in everything. Mass holidays. Let's not forget holidays. Yeah. You guys really do have way better holidays than us. But anyway, real beer. We're going, Let's not forget. They're going. Beer. Uh, yeah. They're going to beer. Yes. We're going to let them work together. God damn Poutine. it. 
I said poutine. Our strippers are allowed to get fully naked. That's always good. Ah, they yeah. can do that here. They can do that. Not here. everywhere. Not everywhere. West Virginia, they can, my friend. How and how old do you have to be to see them in West Virginia? Five. <laughs> Nathan, answer the question. What? It's strip club and it's strip club and daycare. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's moms, but. How old do you have to be to, to be a paying customer at a, at a strip bar in West Virginia? Or do you not know? Is it, the, I don't is really it know. What's, what's the drinking age in West Virginia? 21. 21. Okay, see, we, have, we got to beat there, too, because it's only 18 here. So, ha! Can't even get a smoke anymore down here at 18. All right, <laughs> but anyway. Anyhow, moving on. Just a Canadian moment. Some answers. Uh, I've, got, I've got some difficult questions, some not so difficult. We're going to bounce around, see what these guys can come up with. So, uh, guys, are you ready? Okay. okay, Jeff, how this is going to work is Nate will ask a question. I will give the dumbest answers possible to try to put you on the right track. Okay. All right, here we go. We're going to start in golf. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. What golfer's first name means victory in Hindi? Oh, that must be VJ Singh. I agree with that. That's that's a hell of like an intelligent answer. That answer is correct, VJ Singh. Oh, look out! All right, not bad, not bad. Huh. Pretty good. All right, so I'm surprised by that. All right, good start. All right, next question: football. This okay, is actually Jeff. football advertising. Football advertising. Uh-oh. Back to me. How much did it cost for a 30-second commercial to air during the 2019 Super Bowl? Ooh. Is, is a lot a good answer? Hmm. All right, I'll tell you this. It's over $1 million. I was it's, say, under, it's, in the, it's in the millions. Over $1 million, well, under ten. I was going to ask you seven figures. It's over $1 million under 10 um, And it's a nice, yeah. even number. It's an even number. Yes. Well, not like 246. I mean, it's just, it's not going to be like, you know, $1,115,000. Um, it's, 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 not, it's not a decimal. It's a, it's a round number. Yes, it's a round number. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go with $7 million. I was going to I was going to say five, but if we want to go with we'll go with seven. What answer are we going? Are we going with seven? Yeah. Well, let's, let's go in the middle and take six. <laughs> are we going with six? Sure. Let's go with six. Okay. Six is incorrect. Yeah, well, correct correct answer: five million dollars. Five, I mean, that's insane, eh, when you really stop to think about it. It I really how is. Many com- I wonder how many commercials there is during a Super Bowl showing. I, I Honestly, I don't know. Well, you think. I, I mean, really don't know. I mean, there's at least, what, four or five per break. they got to pay Goodell's salary. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, you got to work all them lawsuits down, too. You know, that takes a lot of revenue. Mm-hmm. Here's an interesting question. <laughs> this one, this one's interesting. I didn't know this. Olympics, Olympic trivia. Mm-hmm. 
what year was the first modern Olympic Games held? So not the old school Olympics where they did it naked and all that weird shit. The first modern Olympics. What year? Ooh. Uh, okay, let me think. There was an anniversary of the first Olympics not that long back. Um No oh boy. I mean, yeah, I, I got to run through. I'm trying to run through Olympics through my head, but uh... yeah, I didn't know this one. I'll tell you this: it was pre 1920. Oh yeah, I would have guessed that. Um, I want to say. And I don't know if this is right. I want to say 1896. Oh, I believe that is correct, Tim. 1896 is the right answer. Hey. Wow. Nice. Nice. Good, good job. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I want to say there was a 100-year anniversary was not in recent memory. Is it Atlanta? 1996. Yeah. Yes, in Atlanta. Correct. All right. Wow. Yeah, I, I thought what? I was just going to let you see if you knew it. Oh, uh, Jeff over there. I knew it. Jeff, yeah, Jeff knew it the whole time, didn't he? Yeah, of course. Of course he did. He knew. Such modesty. Stephen P. <laughs> Stephen P. knew. Stephen P. knew. <laughs> All right. A few more. Let's go here a little more. No, sorry. Was he you, the you featured cut... halftime entertainment? You cut out on okay. me. I didn't hear that. What sorry. year? Yeah. What year was Michael Jackson featured as the halftime entertainment for the Super Bowl? What year? Ooh. Oh boy. Mm. Oh boy. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna guess at least pre two thousand. Yes. Um. Because he was kind of one of the first ones of the really where it started to get to become more of a big deal. Um, Thriller came out in '84 or '83, maybe, and won a Grammy Award in '84. So it's right in there. Some it can't be much longer past that point. I was almost, I was kind of thinking mid '90s, but maybe that's not the. I don't. I just don't know, know when they started. They do, I don't. Did when they start? I mean, have they always done halftime shows? I mean, I don't. They did, but they were never really that. Like it didn't get to be the celebrity thing until that. That's not that old a thing. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna. 90 some, 95 sounds good to me. Something like that. It's in there somewhere. I was going to say, yes, I was going to go with 95 or 97. Uh, okay, yeah. so you I guys are going... 95, though. Okay, 95. No, no, let, me, let, let me think for a minute. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because it was 1991 when he signed that big deal with Sony, which at the time was insanity. 
and now you hear $65 million for Michael Jackson. That's, that's a joke. Like what a, what a racket that was that deal. And it happened after that. So I think 95 might be a little too far. The because dan- the dangerous world tour was between June was in 92 and 93, I believe where the Pepsi commercials and all that stuff and where he burnt his hair and all that nonsense went on. And I think it happened right after that. So it was either 93 or 94. One of the two. Uh, Jeff, you can pick one. Because uh, I, I don't know, but I'm thinking it's either 93 or 94. I'm trying to think. Two, like the... the... Super Bowl, like the the year, like I think San Francisco played San Diego that year, and it might have been in like it might have been in Miami, so that would make sense. Somewhere, a Michael Jackson fan is screaming right now. Well, probably, <laughs> but. <laughs> Ed Boggess has got his one glove on and he's screaming the right answer. He's, he's going, <laughs> it's like, Chimongas! <laughs> oh, man. What's our answer, gentlemen? What are we going with? What year? I left it in the capable hands of Jeff, but he kind of went south on me there for a minute. I believe he's a thinking. Ninety four is okay with me. All right, fine. Ninety four then. That is incorrect. Correct answer? Nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, that's pretty good though to weasel it down to two years. That's yeah. not bad. Well, not, we bad that. not bad. We'll I thought you were that. gonna we'll, get it. We'll take that as a moral victory. All right. Uh here's one that I think Jeff will know, but we'll see. In 1999, Chicago Bulls traded Scottie Pippen. Who'd they trade him to? Uh, the Rockets. Tim, you agree? Uh, I'm going to have to, yeah. Uh, you should, because that's the correct answer. Not a boy, Jeff. Jeff All right, here's Jeff, one. Jeff, We're going back Jeff, to golf. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. That was a layup. That was a layup. After that hard Michael Jackson question, I figured I'd give you an answer. <laughs> All right, here you go. Phil Mickelson. For yeah, major championship sorry. in 2004. Yeah, yeah, you broke, broke up. up again. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Phil Mickelson yes. won his first major championship in 2004. What tournament did he win? The Masters. A golf 04. tournament. The Masters. Yes. Unfortunately, it came to, uh, to the... Expense, uh, expense. I was going to yeah. say at the expense of whoever it was that choked, right? Well, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to ask him if he he agrees because Jeff is naming off who who lost. So well, he said, you well, he said well, you said yes, so we assumed that was right because of course it yeah, is correct. Came, it is correct. came up with it, so I wasn't ever disputing the mastermind that is Jeff. So I have learned. And Ellis and shot a. I think nice. He had a nice round. He had shot a 67 that day. And kind of had to come from behind, but uh, Mickelson had a really good back nine that day. So, 
So you you, you got to wonder that you know you're just not meant to win if you shoot a 67 on Sunday and but, don't and don't pull it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going to ask this. Too. I'm going to ask this question <laughs> because I'm kind of amazed by this and I didn't know this. Uh, it's a tennis question. I don't know how you guys how good you guys are with yeah. tennis. Hard to say. How bit, many but... aces did Pete Sampras record in 1993? In the 1993 oh, season. That how would many be a aces? Big number. That would be a big, big number. It would be like in the hundreds, if not higher. I can't give you yeah, a hint. If I give you a hint, it'll give it away. Probably a thousand. I'm going to say, I mean, traditionally, yeah, those guys would, I mean, they would hit 20, 30 a match sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, unless you, unless it's a trick question about how many times he played in 1993. He was a serve and volley guy, but he still had quite a few aces. Still, still had, I mean, yeah, I mean, they would still get four or five a match. I mean, and how many tennis matches would he have played in a year? Now, he did I mean, play. I mean, it's a it's a valid number. It's not like it's not a trick question where it's going to be like, oh, he only played two matches. Yeah. No, he was injured. He a, was injured the whole year, and it was zero, you know, or something stupid like that. No, it's nothing like that. It's a big number. I was going to say it's got to be a big number. I mean, he would have played easily. I mean, and he was good too. So, and back then, I mean, I would think like I would go like it's like ten thousand. Jeff, what do you think? What's that now? I'm sorry. What do you think? What'd he you said, say? I said, 10, I said, 000. what do you think? He said 10,000. Do you think that's a little high or? Yeah. Um, I, I would, I don't know. Maybe I'd say be probably a thousand probably to, Maybe a thousand to two thousand. I don't. I don't know how much he played that year. Probably a lot, but I think ten thousand. Well, I'll five. go ahead and tell you. You okay. got it right. It was a thousand. Thousand is the correct well, answer. See, and that that yeah, and that's not enough now. I wonder what they do now. Yeah. I mean, Serena Williams hits thirty, forty aces a, a, a match. Yeah. Easily. All right. Yeah. Well, all right, but well, you know, like Brodick um, and uh, and all those guys—they probably have a lot more aces than what uh, in the last uh, twenty years and what Sampras did. That, that's also, yeah, rackets and all that have changed in twenty some years too, and yeah, all that. So, all right, anyway, fair enough. All right, uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a good one. Jacksonville Jaguars, Carolina Panthers entered the NFL in what year? 1990. Uh... Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> Stump the Jeff. Stump the Jeff. Uh, yeah, no, you keep working out, Jeff. You can do it. He's not Jeff Gordon. He's Jeff Guessing. I know that the I wanted to say. Okay, you, are you looking 90, for when? Are you looking for when they were established, or when did they play their first game? Because that's yeah, not the same. Because that, that's not the same answer. According to this, these two teams were introduced. 
there's the leak. You're having mic trouble because you cut out again for all of that. Yeah, I couldn't hear you. It says here the Jaguars and Carolina Panthers entered the NFL. Okay. Entered, so entered the, the NFL. NFL. So, uh, wasn't expansion in wasn't expansion in '95? I thought it was '95. That's what I was about to say. I I I think you're right there. That that seems to be stuck in my head that it, because not, I know they made it to the the Panthers made it to the NFC Championship game pretty quick. Like it was probably maybe a year, well, a couple of years, and they played Green Bay, I believe. And I believe that I think they took Kerry Collins for their first pick. The exact from Penn yeah, State. That that sounds that sounds good. That sounds. So I, I think, I'm gonna say 95 as well. That sounds solid. That's what to I me. was initially gonna say. It. Yeah. Yeah. 1995 right. is the correct answer. Good job. Oh yes, well done, sir. Good job. Well done. Okay, yeah, those are kind of hard. That's an easy one. Okay, here's one I didn't know. Another golf question. Jeff Jeff will probably know this right off the top of the head. I didn't know this. What is the term used in describing a situation where a golfer shoots an eight on a hole? Oh, boy. Um, like the, Not, is it like a, like a nickname, like a nickname. Term, or is Yeah, it like yeah, a nickname. I did, I did uh, not know this. Well, I've hit quite a few of them, so I've always heard it's being called a snowman. That's correct, snowman. Holy Wow! Well, I've hit never enough, heard you that. Get hit well, you get, when you get enough of them, you get called that too. <laughs> I, had a, I, had a, I had a couple other names in mind, but I didn't want to say them because, well, family show and everything. But <laughs> it's like that Ron White joke. <laughs> It's like I named my dogs Birdie and Bogey. They said, "Oh, you named it after your golf game." He said, "No, I was naming it after my golf game. It would be double bogey, and where the hell's that ball going?" <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of the of the uh, on uh, Caddyshack. The uh, not Ted Knight, but his is it his grandson? I think that's out there golfing. The one that he's always picking his nose, and he's he's yeah. He's just, he can't he, he can't putt even for like six inches away. He misses. And he's, God damn it, Jesus Christ, God damn, he's swearing like crazy. Yeah. Stupid show. All right, here you go. Tim, I think you might know this one. Ooh, maybe. What is the only country that has played in every single World Cup? Mm. Well, my brain goes to Brazil, but. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. That would be my guess. And Brazil is correct. So good job, guys. Good job. Proud of you. But who was the, right. uh, for for bonus points, Nate? Who was the big soccer power from that part of the world before Brazil became the the big powerhouse? Do you know that? Be Pele. He's from Brazil, Nate. Oh, is he? Okay. Country, okay. Country, uh, country wise. Was it Argentina? No, actually. I believe they won the World Cup at least once or twice back in the in, in, when that stuff all first started. Peru? No. Even weirder than that, it's one you won't. I don't know that I've ever heard it mentioned in any other capacity. 
Chile? To be to be honest, now <laughs> even more obscure than Chile, than Chile. That'd be cool. Colombia, maybe. Yeah, I, I can't begin to stress the obscurity of this country. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ecuador. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, Uruguay. Uruguay. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I believe they were they they were in the final quite a few times when soccer first like back in the thirties and forties. Hmm. Oh, that one's way too easy. Oh, I know. I, I'm I'm looking through some here. Some of these have been repeated, and I'm I'm not like because I've got this these lists here. Some of them have been repeated. Uh, yeah, like I, that that one's too easy. Come on. Even I know that. Uh, all right, here we go. This is a pretty good one. Than anyone. Say again. <laughs> what anyone NFL player has won more MVPs than any other player? Hmm. And I'll give you a hint. He's won five. Oh, that's a lot. Hmm. I think Peyton won four, maybe five. It's five. It has to be him. But I, I know he. I think he won at least four. I believe. Football, you can never and, rule and out. Then, and then, if there was a MVP back in the yeah, you can never rule out somebody. You never rule out somebody obscure, but I I think your gut is correct on this one. Don Payton. Yeah, I think you're right on that one. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. And Peyton Manning is correct. Five times. Five times. Now give the years. I clicked <laughs> off of it already. No, I, don't, I wasn't. I wasn't asking you. Just asking you. me. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> my bad. My bad. That was funny. That was funny. If it was a wrestling question, I would have asked you, Nate. Well, That's I do appreciate that. Or anything to do with Taco Bell. Well, that that's another good question to do, honestly. If you're going to ask anybody, I would ask me, too. Uh, now that one's too easy. Eh, too easy. I eh, just asked that one. Okay. Huh? Raging Bull. The movie Raging mm-hmm. Bull. The move, who is the actual movie based on? What real-life boxer? Jake LaMotta, I believe. I believe that's correct. That is correct. Good job. Good job, boys. Good job. You guys are you guys are pretty good here. You're doing we're good. Yeah, we're not, good. yeah, we're not doing too bad. We better than I would have thought. All right. Another boxing no, question. Oh, okay. I got a trivia question for you right after this. I just saw one right, coming Another on boxing TV question. Who was the first person to beat Muhammad Ali boxing? Mm-hmm. First person to take down the greatest. The whole Fraser. Down goes Frazier. That is correct. It's Joe Frazier. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, what's your trivia question, Tim? Well, I think, yeah, I mean, it's kind of not really a trivia question, but I just they just popped up on the uh, uh, 
sports that uh, who's faster, uh, a roadrunner or Usain Bolt? I'm going to go with Usain Bolt. Do you believe Usain Bolt is six miles an hour faster than a roadrunner? That's wow. that's insane. <laughs> Road, roadrunners average 32 miles an hour, and Usain Bolt can hit 38. That's, that's absurd. <laughs> when you think about it. It's dumb. You're, you're on the on the road doing 40 miles an hour, and Usain Bolt can run up beside you, basically, and tap on your window. <laughs> that's a little crazy. That is. All right, let's go to an area Tim knows well, hockey. Oh, well, yeah, watch me flub this. No, I expect you to get this because even I, I think, would have got this. Uh, okay. Well, what maybe. goalie holds the record for the most wins in regular season play? Oh, that would be a Martin Brodeur. Martin Brodeur. Jeff, do you agree with him? Uh, I believe. Yeah, when he, it was a, that was a quick answer. So. I, be, I believe that's correct, unless I misjudged. There's, there's according to this, according to this, that's is it, incorrect. Is it Patrick Wall? Is that the answer? Patrick Wall is, is Pat- the is the answer I have. Mm, I, I could be wrong. That may that may be incorrect now, but you could be right. I think yeah, he I, was. I may have it wrong. He was the leader, but I'm not sure that he is anymore. Um. I, I won't say no, but I want to say right. Patrick Wall passed. All right, that one we'll put an asterisk beside. Let me I, – I'll check that one. Carry on. I'll yeah, check. double check that one. Yeah, I'm not All sure. All right. World uh, Cup. It's only been won <laughs> by three European countries. Ooh. What were the three European countries to do it? Okay, uh, say it again. Uh, yeah, you're, you, every time you ask a question, you don't get to okay. hear it. World Cup. I don't know why it's doing that, but World Cup of Soccer, won by three European countries only. Who are they? Now, again, this could be old, so there may have been um, some more European countries that have won. But England, England, Germany, and France, I believe. Well, Italy, didn't they win in 14? They beat France, didn't they? Oh, yeah, where are they counting? England is European. Germany England is in Europe. Germany has yeah. definitely won it. Maybe France has it. Maybe it's it's Germany, Italy, and England. England has definitely won it, so that's true for sure. Well, Germany won 14. I think Italy won 10. I don't know. It's going to be between England and France. So. Italy beat well, France in 10. Yeah. Well, England definitely won the World Cup of Soccer in the 60s sometime, I believe. Yeah, I'm, yeah that's right, I think. England, Italy, your answer. Germany. It is England, Italy, and West Germany. That is correct. Yeah. So, Germany. I will take Germany. Yeah. The Democratic Republic of, of West Germany, would that be better? <laughs> sure. Well, they were, they won oh, here you go. under Germany. But... Okay. How many stitches are on a baseball? Ooh. Now, this, uh, I did not know. That I don't know. I'll tell you this. Is it three figures? Is it three it's figures? more than 100. It's okay, less than 200. Um, Martin That's Bro- all I can that, give you. The, the hockey answer, I was correct. Martin Brodeur passed Patrick Wall. 
Okay. All right, then. In the 2015 go. season, so it is Martin Brodeur. Okay, so this is an old site, and I'm going to get off of it then because I don't want to have any in, of that nonsense. Legacy intact. For some reason, I'm wanting to say, like, 192 or 196, something like that, for maybe even 292 or 299, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, so I, I, that sounds good to me. I, I mean, it would be a lot, I would think. But. The the correct answer is 108. 108. Hmm. If you'd have known that, I'd be very shocked. <laughs> I, I'm shocked reading it. I'm like, wow, it's a lot. <laughs> Let's see here. Yeah. Tightly stitched, I guess. Okay, I apologize. Would it be a Would it be a Nathan Bush night if I didn't ask a a wrestling, wrestling question? Questions. Would, would it Would it be? Let's see if I can. Think no, of okay. the wrestling yeah. questions are fine, just as long as they're not too obscure. Well, no, I'm not going to ask anything stupid. In the, in the 1996 Royal Rumble, how long was the fourth <laughs> match? Who won it? <laughs> are you uh, done? No. <laughs> no, he what didn't. Is the, what is the combined heights and weights of the Tampa Bay front line? Jeez, I don't even know that. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. All right. All right, you remember the European Championship, correct? Vaguely, yeah. Okay, it was yeah. a thing. Comes the who, who was the first European champion? Simple I question. No, I, I have no idea. Very first. Hey, I could have really mm-hmm. went hard and said, who did he beat for it, too? Bruce Polbans. <laughs> uh, if you ask him, maybe. Uh, yeah, he's probably got a picture of it, but he lost it. Is it a bulldog? Is it a bulldog? That is correct. It's a British bulldog. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, wow. Jeff, well done. Correct. Wow. Wow. He beat Owen Hart in the finals of Ooh. the tournament in oh. Germany. Owen Hart. Owen. Owen. Let's see. What year was it he beat him? 1997. Oh, that just stuck out for some reason. I don't know why. 97, yes. So, good Jeff job. Was, Jeff was X years old in 97. <laughs> that he was. He was X years old. <laughs> uh, okay, here's one you two should get. Another boxing question. What state was Muhammad Ali born in? Oh, um, I know. Do you, I think I know it. Do you know it, Tim? I don't know it off the top of my head. So you think you know it? I think so. I think it's uh, Kentucky. That was my go-to. I think he's from Louisville. It that is my, Kentucky, that was and he is thought. from Louisville. Yeah. It is Kentucky, he is from Louisville. That, that is correct. We used to hit up right. Louisville pretty hard, didn't we, Nathan? No, we did. That we did. Uh, all right, here's you one. In the 1970s, who lost the first Super Bowl of the 1970s? So that would have to be 
The first Super, Super Bowl, Bowl four, maybe. Correct? Or, Super Bowl four, I would think. Maybe, maybe the Kansas Cowboys, City. Maybe. They won one of them there. Maybe I think Kansas City might have been the Vikings. I believe Kansas City might have beat the Vikings, maybe. Kansas City did a lot of losing early in some of the earlier ones. I'm not sure if it was if they were the one. They were yeah. losing in the 60s. Are, you, are we are we talking about the, like the 70 season or the the Super Bowl was held in 1970? Well, you know how it's like look, anyway. at, look at Jeff talking this, Mac. Hold on here. Oh, uh, let me double check here. Let he's me let driven. me double check the year. He's driven the master to the books. I'm just double checking. It would be. This would be for. Let me find it here. Let me double check. I'm trying to double check what season it would be. It was. It would be. The game was played on January 11th, 1970. So it would be the 69-70 season. I remember if the if the Packers won the first one, but it was like sixty six year in the in the sixty seven. Didn't the Super Bowl? The Cowboys, I I want to say they lost the because um, it was I know this because it wasn't just before I was born. I believe it was sixty six and sixty seven. The Cowboys were in the Super Bowl but lost. Well, they lost the NFL championship to the right. Packers. And, and then I want to say after that, didn't wasn't Cleveland in it a couple times back in the day, and, and but never won. And they, they were never, never been in the Super Bowl. And they were never in the real Super Bowl. So so the right. ninth, so the January eleventh game that is the first Super Bowl. That correct? The first Super Bowl was the Packers and the Chiefs, <laughs> and that was I think the '67. Season, I believe, sixty-six or sixty-seven. But I know the Chiefs won Super Bowl four, I believe. Is that correct, Nathan? When were the when yes. was Joe Namath? That that's that's that later was in three, the 70s, right? That, that, that was, was three. three. They beat the they beat the Colts. I think that was a sixty-eight, sixty-nine, or. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who the Chiefs big. I think it was the Vikings. The Vikings lost four there in the 70s. I don't know. <laughs> this is a tough one, huh? Yeah. Well, you were working on it there. Keep doing the math. You'll get to it. Okay, so the pa- the Packers the Packers won the first two Super Bowls, correct? You're right. Okay, and then didn't the Jets win after that? Yeah, but the Jets beat the Colts. Okay, so that gets us to 1969. Yeah. So then, who won the next year? I think the Chiefs won. But I don't care. I don't know. I'm not for sure if they beat the. I think I think they beat the Vikings. For some reason. It's just because then the Cowboys won in 72. I know that. 
Well, the Dolphins won 72 season. Well, that's when right. they went undefeated. But they, they didn't win the Super Bowl, though, in 72. Who? The Cowboys won the Super Bowl in 72. Okay. Wait, but, okay. That, but I guess yeah. technically that's the 71 season, and they won the yeah, Super yeah, Bowl. Right. That was in 72. <laughs> So, so then sandwiched in there is two. There's two between the Jets and the Cowboys. There's two Super Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, Boy, I picked didn't, a good one here. Didn't um, didn't didn't ball didn't the Colts win a Super Bowl early on? Yeah, I think they beat the. I thought they, they beat, beat the, the Cowboys. Cow- yeah, I was gonna say they beat the Cowboys, didn't they? So. Now, to get back to your other thought, was Kansas City. Yeah. So that's the game. It's got to be. I don't think they beat the Cow- I don't think the Chiefs beat the Cowboys, though. No, it wasn't the Cowboys, but whoever they played, it's that Super Bowl, whichever, whatever that I was. I think it was the Vikings. Well, if that's what you think, then that's what it was. Yeah. Because the- yeah. Then we got the Dolphins after that, and we're past that. So it's got to be yeah. that you're- that's got to be it. Okay. We'll go with that then, mate. Are we going with the Vikings? Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> it is the Vikings. boy, Jeff. Ah, you guys flirted with it and flirted with it and finally well, got see, it. I, as I told Nate this off air, I said we'd be able to eliminate stuff. I might not know the answers, but I'll be able to guess a couple other things around it, and then that'll go, okay, Jeff's brain will kick in, and he'll go, well, if it wasn't them, it's got to be these guys. And there we go. Jeff. All what right. a man. What a computer. What a laptop. <laughs> like All right, Xbox. bowling question. Oh, my. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know much is, about bowling. This is pretty easy. I think we've actually talked about this. Um, What do you call when a player makes three back-to-back strikes in a game? What now? Say it again. What do you call it when a player makes three back-to-back strikes in a game, in a bowling game? <laughs> what the hell? That was a turkey with emphysema. Tur- turkey is right. <laughs> well, he, he didn't do it because it wasn't right. Oh, it's right though. It's if, he great. A, if he was a smartass, he would have he would have clapped if he was a smartass. That was good. Okay, call, we'll, we'll do a few more. I'm having too much fun with this. Well, we're into extra what? time, just so you know. I don't give a shit. Well, no, I'm just letting you know. I don't either, but I I'm just know. letting you know. What sporting event is held every year on Memorial Day? Isn't that a race? Isn't that racing of some sort? There's a, there's a couple races. This is the biggie, mm-hmm. the big race. Oh. Hey, uh, Jeff, you've got to know this. Come on, buddy. Yeah, um, Indianapolis 500. There we go. Correct. All right. Now, Tim, if you don't get this one, you're fired. Okay. <laughs> Canada, oh, has two national, Canada has two national sports. <laughs> what yeah. are they? Well, actually, we only have one, So, and it's not hockey. It's lacrosse. So. Actually, I looked it up. There is two national sports. No, there is, there is not. It's lacrosse. I don't care. Well, that is correct. Lacrosse. Yes. I just wanted to see if you knew that. I did. 
you know, I keep finding really good World Cup okay. questions. I got one for you, Nate. What okay. time is the Taco Bell drive-thru open to on Saturdays? Uh, 4 a.m. There we go. Thank you. Correct. I don't even know. <laughs> it's three or four, <laughs> one of the two. You've probably All been right. there, so. Yeah, sometimes you got to. What African country <laughs> was the first to ever qualify for a World Cup? Ooh. Ooh. I, I'm sorry with all the World Cup questions, but those are kind of neat. They're you know? Things I'm learning here. Sound dumb, but... Wow, I didn't know that. No, no, that can't be. That's that, that, that's that's too easy. Well, not too easy, but that seems a lot. Because I know Iran has been in it for sure, but they might not have been the first one to qualify. They're not in that. What'd you say... Nathan, African? African country. African, yeah. not Middle Eastern. African. Okay, well, that takes care of my next. Well, maybe not, depending on how you're considering it. Um, how about Libya? There's actually, there's a whole bunch. There was a whole pile of them in it the last time. Uh, yeah, there was. Yeah, so, but then, you know, first... Uh, that's a whole other story. Um, I mean, my gut was when you said uh, Iran didn't count in Middle East, but I wanted to go to Egypt. Yeah, Egypt. Sounds pretty good to me because um, I know they were definitely in it. I just don't know if they were the first team, but. That would make sense. Pretty big British influence. That's my yeah. my guess would be my guess would be Egypt. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Is the... What? Nice. Well done. No, Egypt was correct. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. Okay, that was nice. a, that was a bit of a poll. Uh... Wow. Egypt is right. Mm. right. A couple more here. There's only two states in the U.S. that have never sent a team to the NCAA tournament. West Virginia. What are the no, two states? What are the two states that have never sent a team to the okay. NCAA tournament? Well, I know one for sure would be Alaska. Will be one. I'll go ahead and give you that one. That is correct. Yeah, Alaska. Alaska. Is one. What's the would, other would one? Be one. Why do I want – has Hawaii ever sent a team there? No, no, it's going to be one of them little – it's not Hawaii. It's going to be one of those little states up in the top northeast. It's going to be one of them, like maybe. They have somebody a lot like, of Ivy League schools that make it. Uh, yeah, but there's going to be one of the little ones that won't. I don't Vermont know Vermont had teams make it in Rhode uh, I'm pretty sure. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. I think I think there's an Ivy League school though in New Hampshire that made it though, I believe. Well, possible. That's just well, they made it. New Hampshire's made it. I think you might be onto something with Hawaii because there's not a lot of colleges in Hawaii. Well, basically, well, it's basically the University of Hawaii, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't know if they've made it or not. I couldn't. I don't recall, but that doesn't mean they haven't. It's a lot of history there. Uh, 
I still want to go. Uh, my gut is telling me Maine. I don't know why, but that's that's what I'd go with. But Hawaii sounds pretty good to me too. But what do you think? Go with your gut. Mm. Well, my brain, yeah. my gut is telling me Hawaii, but that seems too easy to be Alaska and Hawaii. It's as good as any, though. So I'll what's our Hawaii. answer, guys? I'll go with I'll go with Hawaii, and as a backup, I'll take I'll take Maine. For, I'm not sure why. <laughs> you got to pick one or the other. You got to pick oh, one. Well, or the oh, other. oh, okay. Well, now I'm taking Maine. Then. <laughs> one or the other. What's your pick? Uh, I'm in Maine. Jeff will take Hawaii, and I'll take Maine. It <laughs> don't work that way. I need an answer from both. <laughs> a consensus answer. I don't know. Hawaii. Let's go with Hawaii. I don't think it's right, but that seems logical to me for some reason. Alaska was correct. Hawaii is incorrect. Motherfucker. What was it? The correct answer? Maine. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, you know, your actually, answer was right. You know why I know that? Or why I think I know it? I think I might have stumbled across that trivia question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's here's a good one. What player in the NBA was known to rec- who recorded? Eh, let me reword this. What player in the NBA recorded the first ever quadruple double? Oh boy! This is not really uh, a, fa- a super famous name. I know the name, but it's not like a crazy famous name. Is it like uh, an old, old player? Or... Well, that was uh, one player that did it back in the 90s. Let me double check here. Just, I, uh, he I guess it probably couldn't be that old because probably nobody was keeping track of that back in the day. You can look at it that way. Uh, Yeah, kind of an older player. Uh, I'll give you a... <sighs> Let me see here. What year did he start? He was drafted in 63. So, yeah. Oh, boy. I'm an older player. 63. Okay. So, sometime in the – probably – okay. So, if he's 63, he's 20 years old when he gets out of school. So, that makes it 1983. So, probably 85 and up at least for the years. He was drafted Mal- in 63? Drafted in 63. Had a long oh, career. Dra- played until 77. Oh, drafted, oh, drafted in 63, not born yeah. in 63. Oh, okay. So Drafted in 63, played until 77. Had a nice long career. Just died in 2016. So four, 14 years. You all may not know this player because I've heard of mm. him, but I don't know him that well. Well, I, I have no idea, So especially if it's not a well-known give, player. Give his nickname. Uh, the nickname may give it away, but I'll give you his nickname. Nate the Great. Nate Robertson? Nate, only Nate I know is Nate Archibald. No, Nate Thurmond. I've heard the name. Nate Thurmond, Uh, first ever quadruple double. Check something for me, uh, Nathan. See if uh, Mookie Blaylock did did the triple or the quadruple in the 90s. It's probably, probably related to Strom Thurmond, Nate. Good Lord. For some reason, it's like I'm, I'm getting that. 
He may have. Let's see here. Uh, 14. Now he almost had a quadruple double. I say, it couldn't oh, have man. been that. How many guys have Only, actually done that? Actually, yeah. Here, here's a trivia question for you. How many quadruple doubles have there been in NBA history? Been, it couldn't have been very many, I wouldn't think. I'll tell you this. Under 10. Gonna yeah, say, I'm gonna I've say never, like five or something. Yeah, I've never I've never heard it ever mentioned with any of the big names. Not saying they didn't do it, but I've never heard anybody say that Michael Jordan ever did it or that LeBron's ever done it. There have been four quadruple doubles. Hmm. What are you doing, computer? Don't start this crap. Uh okay. Nice. I always do it. All right, here we go. Uh let's see. The first one, uh, let me find it here. Nate Thurman on October 18th, 74, 22 points, 13 assists, 14 rebounds, 12 blocks. Alvin Robinson on February 18th, 86, 20 points, 10 assists, 11 rebounds, 10 steals. Hakeem Olajuwon on March 29th, 1990, 18 points, 10 assists, 16 rebounds, 11 blocks. And David Robinson. On February 17th, 1994, 34 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds, 10 blocks. Apparently, Mookie Blaylock did not have a quadruple double. Yeah, that He that came blocks, close. That block statistic would remove he a, lot a lot of guys. He had a lot of fields, I think, in his. He came close. He had 14 points, 8 rebounds, 10 assists, and 10 steals. Okay. So that, uh, that was what uh, kind of threw him there. Yeah. Um. Well, we got to We'll do. We'll do two more questions here because I'm kind of enjoying this. I got I'm having a good time. I, go ahead. I got one for you all. But whenever go ahead. you finish with yours, when you're no, go, ahead, go ahead. No, fire you can go ahead. Okay. There have been NFL questions. There have been four players that have won the Heisman Trophy. And they have gone on to win the uh, Super Bowl MVP. Name two of them. Well, Peyton was one. Peyton won the Heisman. He did not win the Heisman. Charles Woodson won the Heisman. Oh, Peyton didn't win the Heisman. Oh, okay, okay. I thought he did. He had chances. He was there. there. I think he got a second and a third, maybe. I thought he won one. Uh, four guys have done it, uh, and they're all quarterbacks. I know one. No, no. I know one. Roger Staubach is definitely that is one correct. Of them. Okay, Staubach. Oh, you know what? I do know two of them. Although I wouldn't have known if just if I'd had to have filled out a form, I wouldn't have known it. Elway. No, uh, older than that. Oh, who's that? Jim Plunkett. Plunkett. Him and Elway went to the same school. That's correct. Yeah. Now hey. the other two, uh, the other two, I have no clue. So, Job team. Yeah. Who's the other two? And there's a running back and a kick returner, flash wide receiver. That should give it away. A running, a running back. Did uh, Did one of them play for Michigan? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's Charles Woodson then. No. Well, the other one played. The running back played for Michigan? No. Charles Woodson didn't win the Super Bowl MVP. 
He won, I think he won a Super Bowl with the Packers, maybe. Oh yeah, team. okay, yeah, you're you're right, you're right, yeah. He only, yeah, hmm. okay, fair enough. Um, hmm. You got a any kick years? returner, wide receiver, won the Heisman, running back, the running, yeah, unbelievable, huh? Uh, running back, uh, won the Heisman, and then I think maybe his rookie year he won the Super Bowl MVP. It was either his rookie year or second year. Dickerson. No, uh, this is. But you're on the right track. Or you're on the right time frame, though. I don't know. Early, like the, like the, early eighties. Early eighties. Like a two or three year period, yeah. Marcus Allen. Yes. Oh, ah, Marcus Allen. Uh, that was, okay, that was a shot in the dark. Okay, I don't know who the kick returner would be. Just think about it. He's on ESPN in College Game Day a lot. Oh, uh, Desmond Howard? Desmond Howard, that is correct. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. He, I didn't know he, he won the Heisman. Pack- well, he did, and then with the Packers when they beat the Patriots. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did. When, yeah. Desmond that's, Howard. That's, that's probably the least likely one to do it. but he, And really, he didn't have the role as a wide receiver anymore, so... I mean, he did. He was like a fourth or fifth receiver on the team, but he was back there to run. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, uh, Tim, you have nothing, apparently. Jeff, you got any more questions? Let you throw a couple out there. If you don't have any more, that's fine. Um, How long are we allowed to go over? We can go an extra hour if we want to. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't sure. We won't go that long. I'm just, I'm I just thought, having a good I time. Well, oh, no, I'm not. I'm just. I thought it was two hours, but we were way far from that yet. So. Yeah, we still got another 45 minutes, so we're good. All right, carry on. Let's do NBA. All right. Who is the only player to have? Two gold medals and two NBA championships in the same year. Now hold on. Oh, you mean okay, you got both so gold medals and both championships in the same year? In the same year, yeah. Okay, okay. So they won what? An Olympics and a World Championships, in other words. They won the Olympic gold and they won a NBA championship in the. A lot of times they call that the golden title. Kind of like Steffi Groff won the Golden Slam. Would that be Jordan? Won it in 92, won it in 96. He did, he did win it in 92. But he didn't play in 96, uh, did he? Right. But he, he also won a gold medal in 84, but, of course, he didn't win the NBA title in 84. Yeah, so it's not Jordan? Right. Okay. Let me think here. Thinking of my my years, because there was a year the U.S. didn't win the gold. That was '04. That team was awful. <laughs> <laughs> they were. They were so bad. As bad as would it have been? Uh, would it have been Kobe? No. No. Okay. Okay. Not Kobe. I mean, LeBron James is an easy answer, but he's only won three titles. Um. Or did he win four? 
he did win three a month. golden championship like uh, uh yeah, he did. Did, yeah well. he did yeah he did yeah um hmm cuz 04 the US didn't win gold you know what? Eight? LeBron made what? it. Did, he, did, did they win the? Did he play in the Olympics in '16? They may have won. It might be two mm. players now. Let's see. If he did or not, I don't know he if he was the '16 Olympic team. U.S. Olympic basketball team. Uh, no, I don't think he did. In '16, they he didn't play. Not that I'm seeing here, no. Okay. So it is just one still yet. Okay. Uh, maybe would it be Tim Duncan? It's a good guess. I'll give no? you. Okay. Let's see. I don't want to give you that hint. Well, I, I, hold on. Let me think here. Because uh, in 2000, I don't know who was on the 2000 team. Yeah, because it's got to be 92, 96, 2008, 12, and 16. It's got to be one of those well, six somebody, times. Uh, Ah, oh, was it Pippen? That is correct. Did he play both? Ah, <laughs> right team, Scotty wrong player. Pippen. Yeah, yeah, because Pippen played on the '92 and the '96 team. I thought Jordan played on the '96 team, but he didn't. Okay. Yeah, go me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Alright, I got I got a I got a golf question. Uh-oh. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, you guys might get this one. We might. Uh, <laughs> they hit golf balls. Uh, Did we get it? <laughs> <laughs> uh there's a player that has the the distinction of winning you know, there's a grand slam of golf, right? You win all four majors in, a, yeah. in the same season, right? Okay. So, but there's a player that was known to have won the Saturday Slam, meaning that he had the lead of every tournament in a certain year on after Saturday's was complete. After Saturday's round was complete, there was one more <laughs> round, but he had the lead after each. Are we uh, picking on? I feel like this has got to be Greg Norman. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is correct. A, there's That's nobody correct. else. Nobody else there's can no, choke like Greg Norman. <laughs> no, but nobody else has muffed it more times than him. Yeah, it's like it's okay, got to be. Good. If it's not Greg the, Norman, then there's something wrong here. Tell, tell me the year. Oh, jeez, I got. Uh, I can't do that. I watched it. I watched it on TV. So now he, uh, here's the bad thing about it. Cause he had a lot of. Well, I mean, the guy had some bad luck. He had some collapses. He also had some bad luck. But um, well, what what tournament did he swear on national television? To what? What tournament was he in when he swore? Swore. That, yeah. yeah, he he. Uh, he went to get in the car and said, oh, fuck. And they had to believe it. <laughs> probably that was, the Masters of 96, probably. Yeah, I don't remember. I just remember it was a bit of a kerfluffle. And, 
when he, because uh, back then that didn't happen. Um, what year did that happen? I don't know. Or did you just give it away with 96? No. Or was that just, well, was just one of his many faux pas? Well, didn't he, I mean, he blew the he blew the U.S. Open in '84. He he lost that one in a playoff. To uh, but didn't Devil Norman lead. have like a six shot lead at the, the Masters '96? Yeah. Oh my 96. God! Last round, and here's the sad thing: uh, they were tied like after the eighth or ninth hole. Oh, it was. Um, it was you know terrible to watch. I want to say it was the, my first year in university, which would have been uh, 86. No, second year, 86. Because didn't he, didn't he actually manage to win the British Open? Yeah, you're right. That's, that's the right year. He had a share of the lead. He, he lost. That's the year Jack made his improbable run there at the end. He hadn't won a major in like six <laughs> years and and here's the sad part for Norman. He actually got behind in that tournament at the Masters, and he, uh, Nicholas had his big charge and went up three or four strokes. Well, Norman was—they thought he was out of it. He was—he was actually last out there because he was, you know, had the lead. And he birdies at the 14, 15, 16, and 17 to tie Nicholas. Well, what's, guess what he does on 18? He, bogey. Yeah, didn't didn't he miss the green entirely? Yes. <laughs> what a After I mm. mean the birdie, fourteen, fifteen. It's just that's that's been his whole career though, like that. It was unreal, like fourteen. I mean birdie, four straight. Some of your most difficult holes there, fourteen and seventeen is really difficult. Uh, and then uh, fifteen courses of par five. Well, that's just he, a birdie hole, but. But 16 is a par three. It's no easy. It's no gimme. But then didn't he, he bogeyed 18. Yeah, didn't he double bogey a couple holes earlier in that round? He may have. Yeah. And I believe I believe on because I I have a memory of his wife because he had choked previously and his wife just like groaned out loud when he double bogeyed. Just like oh god, here we go again. Right. <laughs> and then he then he like you said then he hits four. Does well for the next couple of holes, and then looks like he's got a gimme almost, and blows it. Yeah, no. then he loses uh, the U.S. Open. I think he just had a bad round the last oh, that that day, and then he won the British Open. He did, Which is he usually did the hardest win. one to win. Now that's the tough one usually. <laughs> yeah, and he, <laughs> everybody says that it was like one of the best. Uh, displays of golf in history with the weather and the way it was and everything, and then, uh, and then he lost the PGA Championship as, as well. That poor guy. There's only a oh. sign of things to come, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yet you know he he walked second place all the way to the bank. Yeah, and then the next year at the Masters, he was in a playoff. A uh, guy chips in a hundred and fifty footer. To beat him. I mean, that's just bad luck there. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, that's got nothing to do with your performance. That's yeah, yeah. that was just it. It, it, it would happen to him though. <laughs> I mean, Greg Norman's such a loser. Only worth four hundred million dollars. That poor guy. Right. Yeah. yeah but, 
He's made most of his money though with like uh wine. you know, his his yeah, wine and t shirts but he only gets there because he golfed, even though he, he lost. But second still, you get a lot of prize money for second. Oh, absolutely. I'm not. Hey, Greg Norman's doing I, better than most of us. So. Yeah, I, I I have a hard time feeling any, any pity for poor Greg Norman. But, man, that's just got to be, ugh, that's just heartbreaking. Um, Think of the nightmares he must have had. <laughs> it must have been horrific. Ugh. So bad, so bad. Uh, all right, let me ask you. We'll ask a couple wrestling trivia questions here, and then we'll call it uh, because I love wrestling trivia. It's so much fun. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm really pumped up about the answer earlier that I got on that one. You did. I was, I was proud. Really? I was proud. See if you can see if you can repeat. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here, let's see. Here. Let me find a find a good question for you. Let's go back. Let's go back a little ways here. All right, this this one I'm going to ask you both this one, and I want this is going to be like an overrun. This is going to be a who's closest question. Okay, I don't expect you to get the answer right if that makes sense. I just want you to see how if you guys can get who gets the closest. All right. The Honky Tonk Man holds the longest Intercontinental Championship reign. How many days did he hold the Intercontinental title? I'll give you a hint. It was over a year, so more than 365. So who's going to get who's going to pick their number first? Five hundred twenty-four. Wow, okay. that's what I was going to say. I was going to say five twenty-four. Well, that's good. Right. Five, that's not the same, so that's that's fine. That's fair. Five twenty-eight. The correct answer is four hundred and fifty-four days as champion. Well, geez, Jeff, are you embarrassed that you didn't know that? Because I, I yeah. really, well, I, I didn't know it either. I didn't know the exact <laughs> date. I knew it was a while. You didn't know it, Nate. I didn't know the exact day. No, I didn't. I didn't know exactly how many days. All right. <laughs> now we all know who he lost it to, at least, though, right? Yes, we all know that. Okay. Well, I knew uh, you did. Yeah. Pretty sure Jeff knew that too. But is that Warrior? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I don't Good. care. Get right. me somebody out here to wrestle. Okay. Here's here's another one like that. Bruno San Martino was oh, world yeah. champion. Uh, for how many years was he WWF champion? Now I'm not saying days. How many years? Hmm. Uninterrupted. His longest reign. He ha- he held the belt twice. I'll tell you this: the second reign, short one. Well, I know the second one was, I believe, four years, possibly five, depending on how far into the calendar years it went, which I don't know. The second run was 1,237 days. Hmm. And it's more than that. That's about five years, I believe. 
How many days did you Roundabout. say? Roundabout. Let me double check that number. Yeah, one thousand two thirty. That's not even four years. Four years would be fourteen hundred. Okay. All right. Well, I did my math wrong. Forgive me. Well, I'm just trying to figure. Well, and then before that, he had to have had it for. I mean, he had it forever before that. So. I I would say like twelve or thirteen years, something like that. Okay, Jeff, you got an answer. Tim goes twelve or thirteen. He said twelve or thirteen years. Yeah, it's more than four. It's actually it's more than five years. His set his I first title say, run. I was going to say nine, but are we still like teammates? Yeah, whoever's going together. Well, I mean, it's whoever's closest. I'm just throwing out random trivia here. Oh, okay. All right. The Bruno San Martino's title run went more than seven years. 2,803 days, almost eight years, he had the heavyweight title. Second on the list, Bob Backlund, 2,135 days. Third, Hulk Hogan at 1,474 days. And then San Martino at 1,237. Pedro Morales had 1,027. CM Punk, 434 days. John Cena, 381. So together, though, he was... He was like about twelve years then together. Yes, both of them. Yes, right. Okay. Combined, Fair. I think combined, he held the world title for four thousand forty days. Good Lord. Well, he was a man back in the day. <laughs> At least in yeah. the in New York, anyway. Well, you gotta remember, they he drew man. It was just one of those things. He he drew, and people came mm-hmm. to see him. Bruno so, uh, Leopoldo San Martino. And then he didn't change his name, you know? All right. Last trivia question here, and we'll call it a night. Uh, let me let me double check this one. And this one's for Jeff, by the way. Oh, I can say I can say if you Bruce Pobans was the NWA champion, Nate. You know this. Well, you're probably right. Uh, Hangman so Okay. So. How many current WWE Hall of Famers were in the 1992 Royal Rumble? <laughs> 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 oh, you God. and your you and your Royal Rumble. Oh, uh, actually, hold on, there may be more now. If they ever wanted to get your money, all they would have to do is come up with a Taco Bell Memorial Royal Rumble anything. Oh God, I'm in. I mean, you would be all over that. You'd be like, "Sorry, about the inheritance, Cade." Okay, well, crack open the vault. Yeah, let's go from it from this way, okay? Uh, Who was in the '92 Royal Rumble? So, Iron Hogan, Undertaker. Got to remember though, Undertaker's not in the Hall of Fame. Okay, no, no, I'm just saying the guys who were in there: Savage and Flair, right? Yes. Okay, so that's at least three then. Oh, it's. I think it's one of the last time I had heard or checked. It was like seventeen, but it may have went up. Uh, yeah, I'm not really familiar with who was in the Hall of Fame either, to be honest. Uh, I'm counting. Hold on. Okay, so we got we got Flair for sure. Shawn Michaels is in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yes. Okay, so that's two. 
Skinner, well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't think Steve Kearns made it in just yet. Was uh, is Carrie Von Eric in the Hall of Fame? Indeed, he is. Okay, so that's another one. Uh, I don't think so. Savage, is that, uh... is though, Randy Savage is. So that's four. Hogan would be five. Yes. Piper. So, was he in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, he was. Yeah, right. Piper's in. Was uh, I'm trying to think of who else was in that era. Sergeant Slaughter in that mess? He is. Oh, boy. I mean, I, I don't know, guys. I mean, I can, I mean, some uh, Valentine was in it, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he was the same or not. He is. Snooker was in it for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Tito Santana was in it. Uh huh. DiBiase was in it, and the Bulldog was in it because they were one and two. And that's you've exhausted my knowledge of the '92 Royal Rumble, and I'm embarrassed that I knew that much. Because twelve, All right. I believe he said. Jeff, you had the correct answer with 17 current Hall of Famers. Good Lord. The British Bulldog, Ted DiBiase. Keep counting here. Just double-check me. I am. Ted DiBiase, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Tito Mm -hmm. Santana, Mm -hmm. Kerry Von Erich, the Texas Tornado, Mm -hmm. Greg the Hammer Valentine, Nikolai Volkov, the Big Boss Man, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Jake the Snake Roberts, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Superfly Jimmy Snuka, Macho Man Randy Savage, Colonel Mustafa, who's the Iron Sheik, Hulk Hogan, and Sergeant Slaughter. Demolition isn't in the Hall of Fame? They are not. Hmm, all right. They're they're in the middle of a lawsuit with WWE. Volkov? I'm almost certain Volkov's in the Hall of Fame. Let me double-check that. Yeah, did you name him? I did. Oh, okay. Well, you're at 17. You, you, you had 17, so... Okay. Taker is not in the Hall of Fame. I didn't count him. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm okay Yeah, with that. Volkov's a Hall of Famer. So, Taker hasn't been inducted yet. Um, I don't know, you know... <laughs> virtual. <laughs> I, think, I think IRS will get in eventually, uh, just Probably. for my uh, for his... Stuff. Rick Martell deserves to be in, as far as I'm concerned. I think Sid will get in eventually. You could end up with two thirds of this field he as Hall of Famers. Sid Justice didn't do anything ever. He should never come in Drew money. the Hall of Fame. Motherfucker drew money. Not for very long. Ultimate he Warrior. He did more than Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior got in. Yeah, the Ultimate Warrior did what you got to do. He was at war with them and then died. He did the right. He, he moved properly. Only thing he could have done to get in sooner would have been to die quicker. Wow. Sags will never get in there. That'll never. No, the na- I don't think you can. I don't think the nasty boys are getting in anytime soon. I don't know if Steve Kern will get in for Skinner. Uh, probably not one that what about, is knocking uh, the door what, down. Was uh, those other two muscle-bound warlord or um, yeah, warlord, warlord and barbarian? Road warrior wannabes, yeah. 
They probably I mean, never there's get a pos- Hey, you go, tell, you go tell Barbarian that he's a road warrior I mean, wannabe, and when he's done well, eating they, you. They were, though, regardless of, or at least yeah, that's how they portrayed. That's how they portrayed them, anyway. I'm not saying the individual guys were road warrior wannabes, but that was the idea of that tag team. Yeah. Well, if you look at the rest of the card, there's all kinds of Hall of Famers up and down the card. I mean, I mean you got guys like uh, the Road Warriors are on the card, uh, Earthquake and Typhoon, I, they're not in. But, um, I mean, why not? Coco Beware, he was on that card, I believe. Nope, nope, take that back. Jim Nyhart was. Jim Nyhart, not Coco. And Nyhart's in as a part of the Hart Foundation. I mean, uh, there's a guy that the, the, the first match, that guy, I don't know how he can't be in the, he should be in the Hall of Fame. He never will be, unfortunately. But he should be. He should be. I agree, but he never will be. Tanaka and Kato, and eh, probably, well, probably not going to get Pat Tanaka was, or Paul Diamond. I'm not talking about Owen. Uh, who, Fuji? No, I'm talking about the match that happened before that. There was a dark oh, match? There was. What was it? Chris Walker defeated the guy who should be in the Hall of Fame, the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, yes. Steve. He well, should I tell be, you what. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He was one of the greatest guys at getting guys ever. over that they ever had. That's right. It's true. It's true. Did it for decades. Uh, he was so good at it that he, he was so good at did. it that he kept his job for being. Nobody cared. Then he did actually win one, didn't he? They actually let him win once. I believe. Oh yeah, he won. Ma- he won a few matches. Yeah, but for a while he was going on, definitely just being bad. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. I heard Jeff yawn. He's got to work in the morning. Don't want to keep him too long. We got. I got carried away with trivia. I do apologize, but what I had a good time for the last question of the night. For the last question of the night, Nate. What was the Brooklyn Baller's last name in the WWF? Yeah. Think about it. Schwartz. Schwartz. Uh, what was his nickname? You got the right Knuckle- last name. Knuckleball. Knuckleball. That's right. Abe Knuckleball because Schwartz. Of, because of the uh, baseball strike in 94. Yep, yep. Abe Knuckleball Schwartz was uh, another gimmick he did. I am freaking awesome. Okay. That, first, that must be a Pritchard. <laughs> who, who, who booked this shit? That's got to be a Pritchard. Uh, but we're going to call tonight. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this really long edition of the show. Our Boggers report awesome. won't come out until Friday. But, nevertheless, we had a good time. <laughs> Jeff, hopefully we can have you back next week. And who knows, we might do some more trivia. And hopefully Tim and I plan a little better next time. But I think we had a good time. Yeah, everything was, there were some tough questions. Yeah, there were. There was, there was 92 I Rumble questions, I won- man. We got most of them do, right, but, but I, they were still tough. I just uh, never got around to doing it because I had a bad day today. Was uh, I wanted to do like one of those where the first the answer of the first question is like the subject of the second question kind of thing. That makes sense. You know, like a trade tree, like a trade tree sort of that kind of thing. He works so hard. Blessing. Don't everybody, don't everybody talk all at once. (laughs) We won't. And until next time, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Tim, send us home. Good night, Ed. Thanks for listening to this broadcast on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash wide men can't jump 
for more exclusive content only available to our Patreon members. You can find this program and others like it on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search Wide Men Can't Jump. Thanks to our sponsors, the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at NewLawOffice.com, StripCamFun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, located at Facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, and Stay Classy Meets, where you can check them out at StayClassyMeets.com and use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Follow us on Twitter, at WideJump, and be sure to keep up with all the content that's being posted there. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Wide Men Radio Network.